Welcome, everyone. This is Jim, and welcome to another episode of WW Free. It's that time of the month where you go and join us to watch something on the WWE Network, but more specifically, the free content. And there's some interesting ones. Uh, it is currently um, August 5th at 6.13 p.m., and I say this because even now, I don't understand the pattern of when the free WWE Network updates. It doesn't seem consistent at all. Um, so in case it's not there anymore, know that this is when we're recording. Uh, the anchor, as I'm going to start calling the people that are officially in at first, the first person invited, Sarah, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, how are you? I'm doing good. Just getting ready to watch some free WWE Network, and today's event is NWO Sold Out 1997. Sarah, what do you know, before we introduce the other guest, um, what do you know about Sold Out? Uh, and everyone, wow. get, get ready at the one second mark for those listening out there. Go ahead, Sarah, sorry to interrupt you. Um. Yeah, I remember it was the NWO pay-per-view. Um, it's been a long time since I watched it, so it's going to be like a whole refresher course for me. Um, 97, so it's been 23 years ago. So, yeah, it's been quite a while. And but I, I do like, remember it was big at that time. And I would like to stress that we'll talk about a variety of topics wrestling and outside of pro wrestling during this time. Sarah, let's try doing this a different way. Why don't you introduce the guest? All right. And our other guest that is joining us tonight is going to be Bill. Hey, guys. Uh, thank you for having me on again. I've actually never seen this whole show in its entirety. Like, I've only seen, like, <laughs> one match, and that's it. So, <laughs> Bill, how weird is it that you had to be introduced by someone that's not me. I'm actually fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, it's a change what, of scenery. Sarah, why don't you give us a countdown start from five and tell us five, four, three, two, one, play, and then everyone hits play. All right, we're going to start in five, four, three, two, one, play. And already we're off to the races here with Literally cars and trucks. <laughs> and it's snowing. It's snowing and it's black and white. And, you know, this oh, pay-per-view... <sighs> that you're right there at the Taco Bell? <laughs> Dirt bags. Um, okay. So, it was between this and Survivor Series 2010. And I had a hard time between the two because this one, I think overall, more people would be willing to listen to this show being reviewed as opposed to Survivor Series 2010. The reason I, I would have, the reason I would have chosen Survivor Series 2010 though is for episode 1 we did SummerSlam 2010 mm -hmm. of this show and that featured the Nexus 10 man no how many people were on that one bill? I think it was like 14. Whatever the case is Nexus versus WWE the Survivor yeah, Series is... Nexus was really hot too, so it nice. was um, it's kind of it was kind of hard, but I mean, I I think you know when you said 
uh, WCW sold out. I was like, let's do something different. Right, and that's the only reason I would have kept even leaned towards Survivor Series, only because we did SummerSlam, and I was like, should I have continuation on the show? Right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we got a lot of topics, and I can tell you right now, this opening, if I remember correctly, takes forever. They are in the snow. They're just coming to the arena with ambulances? <laughs> yeah, they got, like, the whole thing, like, the whole shebang. They got ambulances, limos, I guess snow trucks, uh, <laughs> whatever. It was Which, funny because I was just sitting there thinking a minute ago when Bischoff was hanging out of the back of that truck, I was like, I was just remembering when he got fired as general manager for Raw and how he got thrown in the dumpster. <laughs> right. But but here's what's bothering me about this now. How did they swing ambulances? You that's not something you can just call and say, "Hey, I need an ambulance for a wrestling show tonight." Right. I don't think, because what happens if you know other things happen in the city? Hmm. Maybe yeah, that's um, hard to say on that one. How many have we ambulances have we seen? This is like the third or fourth ambulance we've seen. That's right. <laughs> so, guys, there's a lot to talk about. I'm sorry, guy and girl, woman and man. I don't <laughs> know what. <laughs> I do that um, all the time too. So don't there's so much to talk about. I mean, again. Some fresh news. Marty Jannetty apparently killed somebody, allegedly from him, that's actually being investigated. Sarah, do you know anything about this? I come across something on it earlier. Um, I didn't really look into it, but I, I can't say that I'm surprised because he he's pretty much been, anytime he makes the headlines, it's always for an out there reason. Mm-hmm. I just think it's nothing weird, but like it's, it's because he deleted the post since then, since he's posted it. Jeez. And and now he's probably because he realized, hey, this might get me investigated, which it a hundred percent is, because apparently, the police are now looking into any possible missing missing persons that might have been reported around the time that he mentions and the area that he mentioned. Oh, gosh. So there's that. But we also have a big WWE stuff, big non-WWE stuff. We have Antifa. Yeah, it's, been and, it's been kind of a busy week so far for uh, wrestling in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, Antifa in WWE, it seems like. What is this raw underground like? Let's start with that. Let's start with that. Oh, I didn't watch. Can someone explain to me it, what exactly it is? It was the worst raw of the year. I'll start with that. Really? That's oh, yeah. Some heavy uh, praise, or just not praise, but heavy label. By the way, um, so just on the NWO thing, we have a band. I saw that. <laughs> uh, we have Eric Bischoff on a podium. You know what? I know that this is infamous as being a, a terrible show, but there's, in my opinion, there's no reason to believe back then at this time that this would not have been a success. Right. The NWO was so hot. Yes. I don't blame them at all for at least trying this. 
I mean, when it comes to NWO, I mean, it. No, there is no question when NWO is brought up, it's easily one of the greatest factions ever. Um, not just the nineties. I mean, ever. Mm-hmm. It's. Yeah, I mean, it they, just really it was really um at the forefront for WCW. Right. It's the and it's the thing that was responsible, some would argue, for making WWE better at that time because they still Oh yeah. The NWO came in, they start, WWE started losing and that bought the attitude era and you know, and yeah, so on and so forth. Nash and you know, it just kind of just set off pretty much. I, I'll never forget. Um, matter of fact, 1997, that was my freshman year of high school. I had started high school. And I remember the number one thing everybody was talking about was the fact that Hogan was the third man in NWO. Mm. I mean, people, I mean, back then, you know, people would just call each other on the phone, but you know, we were outside, we were doing this, we were doing that. So we didn't have social media back then. So like when you got to school, that was like the number one thing everybody was talking about. Oh my God, did you see Hogan? Oh my God. I remember that. And it also brings back to our to episode one where I had Bill on and Fro. Um, Cause we had talked about the Nexus and I had talked about, I actually compared, I believe if, Bill, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. um, how much of a failure the Nexus was compared to the NWO yeah. because of the first week and how it was handled with the Nexus, meaning after the first attack. Um, and I compared it specifically, I believe, to Hogan in that no one attacked Hogan because everybody wanted to know, why did you turn? Like, it was the biggest thing. And it didn't make sense for the Nexus to still, the next week, go in the ring and just have a promo. Like, yeah. the entire company should have been against them at all. Well, I mean, at all times. Oh, my God. Look to the right. There's this big-ass guy <laughs> with a beard. Oh, man. We'll see him. Oh, I think Nick Patrick could have referee every match, by the way. Ah. Oh, yeah. He's he, he been on it, too. Yeah. If you remember, um, he at first was just on Saturday night in a, I think, a ski mask. <laughs> so like, oh, yeah, he was at one work? point. Uh, all right, Raw Underground, guys. Okay. Tell me about it. So, during like the lead up that day, they said that Shane McMahon was going to be at Raw. And. They didn't say what he was going to do, you know, didn't announce anything. So that night, we get, like, a a shot of a a security guard standing in front of a door. And the guy, like, the announcers are like, oh, Shane McMahon has an announcement to make. and, And, you know, we're not really sure what it was. So at, like, 9.30ish. He's in this, what looks like a basement. It looked more like a stock room. I, I don't really know. Okay. Um, I saw pictures. I'll at least yeah. tell you that much. I've seen pictures. So he introduces us to this new concept called Raw Underground, which is basically 
fake MMA fighting. <laughs> and it's no ropes. It's four posts, the ring, and that's really it. And they have, like, these fights, and apparently it can only end when Shane McMahon says to stop the fight. Well, that's what I was just going to ask, because I don't know, I don't remember seeing a picture of a referee. There is a ref there, and he's got, he's sort of dressed like a UFC referee with, like, the black shirt and the gloves. Mm-hmm. And, um, so they have, like, these fights. They don't last long. The first person there, I don't remember what his name was, but it is someone, Jim, that we did see in a Royal Rumble. I've heard he was the first victim of Braun Streak, was he not? Yeah. It was Babatunde. <laughs> Sarah, what did you think of this Raw Underground? Like I said, I didn't watch it. I'm assuming you did. No, um, I didn't catch it yet. Um, but <laughs> just judging from the reaction online, um, I've heard things from they're trying to be like Fight Club mm-hmm. or... or like a new brawl for all. Um, I saw pictures as well. Um, I'm not sure how how that uh, how that's gonna go. It don't don't look too promising to me. And the thing that really um, bothered oh, there's Harlem Heat. Sorry, yeah. and, and Sherry <laughs> and the there's big thing and the barbarians. Yeah, yeah. But um. One of the things that I really like about Raw right now is the heart business. I love the idea of Shelton Benjamin, Lashley, and MVP together. Um, I'm not sure what uh, part they really played in that segment with Raw Underground, but I, I really hope it doesn't screw what they have going on. Screw up with what they have going on, I should say. So I guess this is their answer to, and again, I joked earlier about Antifa being in WWE, but how am I not supposed to think that after I saw what I saw? Like, I don't know what, what are you go? What are they going for? I don't, clearly this is a response to their really record low ratings. They've been getting for a while now at this Mm -hmm. point. Cause you know, the whole thing, but, Got a McMahon on TV. I believe Stephanie was on last week or the week before one of their programs. Mm. Um, you know, that's it's it's interesting. Look, kind well, of like I think Maria Canellas said it best that, but you know, everybody kind of knew about it. But um, you know, basically, she said that she said along the lines of. Um, you know, they're going to spike the ratings for a couple weeks to please the um, please the um, networks and sponsors. And then it's just going to go right back to the thing. And, right, you know, basically that, you know, WWE doesn't care about creating new stars. And, you know, she's not wrong. Sure. Yeah, I, I mean, we've seen that. this for a long time now. And I think all of us have that hope that something good happens and. You know, just it, it's almost like a war all the time. Like, why are they doing this? Yeah, 
Well, I I will say this, even though it does seem like not many people like the Raw Underground, uh, I'm going to compare a little bit to the event that we're watching right now. I at least appreciate that they're trying something different instead of like, here's what we're going to do. Look who the new authority figure of Raw is. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, I, I that's probably as far as my compliments will go for as far as that goes. Um, but I'm how uh, let me ask both of you this how long do you think it lasts? I mean, I don't think it's ending, I don't, I think they're at least going to do it next week. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna be very generous and say two months. Okay, I was gonna say a month and say that my that being generous, I think it'll be a month. Let's see who's right. I I would be surprised, certainly, if it lasts more than three months. Mm-hmm. Definitely be surprised about mm-hmm. that. I, I just, you know, they've proved us wrong in the past. So, you never know. But right now, I'm just, eh. <laughs> I mean, my thing is, Shane's not the problem. He's just there to be on. I think he is part of the problem, though. Because once again, you're taking away spotlight from a current guy to someone who's not even around, really. Well, I mean, well, and I, that's to me their biggest problem in general. Well, what I meant by that was, like, he's not the focal point. The focal point is the fight. Is he not Shane McMahon's Raw Underground? Is he not the focal point? It's just called Raw Underground. It's not. Shane oh, I thought it, I, I thought it was Shane McMahon's. I Raw think they said it was. Didn't they say it was Shane McMahon's brainchild or something yeah, like that? They, I mean, I don't know if it really, I doubt it really is, but yeah. Um, but like, yeah, like the three people besides Baba Tunde, we had Eric from the Viking Raiders, and I and I like the Viking Raiders. I've liked them mm-hmm. for a while. And then the end of the show is Dolph Ziggler, and I'm like, wait a minute, Dolph was just fighting for the WWE title like two weeks ago, and now he's in Fight Club. Well, you know, considering this is just typical Dolph Ziggler booking. Yeah, that's true. Unfortunately, uh, you know, he's one of those that should be used a lot better, and it's frustrating. I don't know if I agree with that, but um, all right, let me let's switch gears. I do want this to be more than a pro wrestling show. Um. Sarah, how much do you follow Disney stuff, if at all? Um, eh, somewhat. So, Disney just announced that they've been pushing this off for a while, the new Mulan movie. They've been pushing it off because, obviously, people were in Disney were hoping that, oh, the country's going to get back to normal and theaters opening. And, you know, it's looking more and more like that's not going to be the case. So now what they do, are doing is Mulan will be released I, I'm sorry, I don't remember the date. I feel like it's September 4th. Mm-hmm. and But it's not going to Disney Plus like some of their other movies have gone right to Disney Plus. This one, you can buy for a rental of, I want to say, $20. Maybe $30. It might be $29.99. Hmm. A is rental. it live action? Yes, this is the live action version okay. of Mulan. It's an experiment. Yeah. Done it. I think they chose. 
I was going to say, I think they chose the wrong movie to do it for, but I guess if you're banking on people that like the original Mulan, which I did, mm-hmm. um, maybe it's not the, wor- the worst movie to start with. That being said, the new Mulan does not interest me at all. They got rid of the songs, which I think is most of the charm about the original movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they got rid of... I don't think that there's a captain, um, like, um, what's his name? What's the captain's name again? Oh, Shang? Yeah, I think so. Cha- Shang, yeah. He, I don't think there's a captain. Mushu's not in it. Hashtag not my Mulan. What do you guys think? <laughs> that could start a trend there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that definitely doesn't sound promising on that end either. I mean, do you, I think the other thing that bothers me is the, the fact that it's either 20 or 30 to rent. Yeah, that's to me, that's a little much. You might as well buy it. Mm-hmm. You were right. It is Captain Shang. I, I looked it up. And it's funny because in some ways we've heard rumors, obviously maybe not for a while that WWE was thinking about doing their pay-per-views and putting it to a third party company. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like doing that except WWE is not starting it I'm yeah, wondering I mean, if this does affect I think WWE that subject kind of fell off after, as quick as it came up yep well I think it was because of COVID because I don't I think they were well, just saying yeah like, true true so so what do you Sarah what do you think do you think do you think that this will be a success for Disney do you think WWE is looking at this closely what do you think um about the pay-per-views in general, or how? Well, about, well, tell me first what you think how Mulan is going to do, and then do you think this experiment is something WWE is going to be looking okay, um, at closely to maybe see uh, how it does for their pay-per-views? Okay, well, based on what you said, um, I don't know if Mulan's going to be as, um, as successful. Um, but, yeah... With the um, with the way that they're presenting Mulan, as far as the whole rent thing or whatever, I, I you know it don't surprise me if WWE would you know would try that. Could uh, I could I could see them looking into it and maybe trying something with it, but as far we don't even know how it's going to work with Mulan yet. So it's kind of like a trial and error thing, but I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure whatever goes on, it, you know, WWE is always looking for different ways to promote their product. Right. Bill, what do you think? I think one of the things that Disney plus is doing right, at, at least with doing uh, Mulan or, you know, doing this rental thing is the timing, the date. And I go back to Hamilton, which came out the weekend of the 4th of July. Mm. And this is coming out the weekend of Labor Day weekend, which is the unofficial end of summer. And Mm -hmm. with, you know, not a lot of pools being open, or if pools are open, they're limiting, you know, the number of people that are allowed there. You know, getting a movie is a very good thing to have and something that you can help you know, entertain your kids for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. And right now we're seeing uh, Masahiro Chono with the win, so that's an NWO win for the first match. That was yeah, a I remember, decent 
even know. I don't even remember that guy, unfortunately. Yeah. The one thing I will always remember him for is he was surprising to me because I didn't expect them to be like, hey, we're going to have one of our Japanese stars join the NWO because he had turned on... Oh, <laughs> McMichael's <laughs> furious! <laughs> um, oh, Mongo. Uh, if you only knew what would happen with Twitter in about 23 years. Oh, God. He just gave him a thumbs down. <laughs> uh, Jericho went through the table, and I can't even say there's no disqualification because obviously the ref's going to be fine with anything oh, yeah. offensive if it's on the NWO side. Um, you okay, know, to so, see Jericho here and yeah. like seeing what he's done now is just amazing to me. I mean, there was um, there was something online talking about the cornerstones of WWE, like you had Austin and The Rock and all this, John Cena, but The Undertaker was like cornerstone because you know he was just as important as they are and i think i think in a way um chris jericho is the same way a -hmm. cornerstone and you know he's done so much for himself as well in terms of acting he's got the whole podcast going on all this stuff um so it's just seeing this now and seeing um what all Jericho has accomplished. It's it's, oh, actually, it's really crazy when you think about it. Right, hold on, we gotta look at this Miss NWO stuff. So these are letters and photos that were sent in. Yeah, these are the people that didn't quite make it, but are getting an honorable mention. <laughs> oh, they didn't make it. I thought these were the people that they were like, have. She could cut wood? What? <laughs> Looks like she eats lots of cheese, too. <laughs> I got a soft spot in my heart for women with wood and a, with a chainsaw. Oh, they, oh well, you gotta show this some... How did this woman not get in there? She's clearly friends with Hogan. I know. (laughs) All right, kiddos. Before social media, we had to do it this way. Get noticed this way. (laughs) Why didn't she make it? I wonder, how many people do you think actually tried out for this? You know what? I I take that back because I think the number is actually very, very high. Because number one, this at this point, WCW was the number one wrestling company. So even if you haven't heard anything about, you knew nothing about wrestling, your agent was probably like, yeah, send a photo to this place mm-hmm. just for the shot. So they probably did get a lot. Mm-hmm. So wait, let's see. Who, who is this? Jeff Cash? I've never heard of him. All right. Well, he apparently he is the host of this Miss NWO competition. <laughs> Oh. So let me, I, I gotta hear what, well, I don't hear. Let me ask you, let's see, see what he says. Let me ask you, what does the term NWO going all the way mean to you? Oh, God. Malaysia. Malaysia. Oh, my. Is that it? So far. Malaysia. Well, she is a quiet woman, but hey, that might be just what it, you know, what it takes here in what's going on to number two. Tell me, Kevin Nash is known as a big man in the wrestling industry today. What would you do to tame this big, big man? Anything it takes. Well, that's a generic. Could you go into a little detail? Oh, you minx. Oh, you hurt me. What the hell's going on here? (laughs) Well, I'm just looking at the hairstyle this poor lady has. It's like a modified mullet. (laughs) 
for, for those who are listening to this for the first time, uh, the close captioning on this is not as great. So some of the stuff First, that, not, not on my answer. Right. <laughs> so, you know, we're not going to get the best answer or best, you know, replies out of this. So. I don't think it was the best replies to begin with, to be fair to us. Wow. Hugh Morris and Jimmy Hart on a pay-per-view. If I'm not mistaken, I think this was the match that was changed. I think originally it was supposed to be Conan. And then it was he was replaced by Hugh Morris for some reason. Mm. I don't remember why. Um, Bill, why don't you give us a topic? What do you want to talk about? <laughs> oh, excuse me. Thanks. Um, gosh, what do I want to talk about? Um... I had something, but now I forgot. <laughs> Great. So we're gonna go back to Sarah. Sarah, what do you want to bring up? Um, I have a to- I have one topic we could talk about, but I wanted to point out um, Jimmy Hart. I have a story about uh, meeting him. If you don't mind me sharing. Of course, go ahead. Um, I met him at um, WrestleMania Access when uh, WrestleMania 27 was in Atlanta. Okay. And. And um, sometimes at Access, you know, they put people together or whatnot. Um, this one was the Hall of Fame booth, and um, so, uh, Sonny was with him. And I'm, I'm not really all that keen on Sonny, but, you know, she, she did her part or whatever. But um, anyway, I remember um, I, they're like, I remember my friends being like, I don't want to meet Sonny. I was like, well, I want to meet Jimmy Hart. If I have to meet Sonny <laughs> to meet Jimmy Hart, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and so, yeah, um, we got pictures and all. And uh, and even, even to this day, oh, my God, why did you meet Sonny? Um, because I wanted to meet Jimmy Hart. Who <laughs> <laughs> would, you know? <laughs> Sonny, definitely not the most popular these days, to my understanding. By the way, this match is a Mexican... I power on um, them labeling her as the first WWE diva. I, I see that, but at the same time, I, I, I'm a Miss Elizabeth girl, so... No, no, that's true. Um, by the way, this match is a Mexican death match, which makes me almost sure this is the one that Conan was supposed to be a part of. Right. Gotcha. Um... Okay, so no, what was your what, and what was the topic though? Oh, I was, <laughs> <laughs> um, which one of y'all um, one of y'all live in New York, right? Yeah, Jim yeah. does, or near New York. Yeah, okay. I live uh, in New Jersey, how, but how work was in New the, York. Um, how was um the tropical storm your way? It was bad. A lot of power was knocked out. Not mine, luckily. Um, there was trouble getting home a little bit. Uh for me yesterday, but apparently other people were way worse. Oh, wow. It, it, it was bad, but it wasn't that bad for me. So. Yeah, we, um, it, like, the, they, they call this storm, I see, uh, and now I can't pronounce it. Isaias. I, I would say Isaias, too, but it's like Isaias. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Oh, maybe. maybe and, okay. and, and um, my my boss lady asked me yesterday. Well, how do they how do they pronounce it? And after I told her, she just looked, and I was like, Yeah, you know how 
you know, the Hurricane Center is Noah. They got to be extra with their names, you know, Cristobal, right. you know. Yes. <laughs> so, but I, I'm glad everything was okay your way. It just hugged the coast as far as Georgia goes. Um, I think the coastal Georgia got a rain band and that was it. They, um, yeah, because I think it really started in North Carolina. Like, that's where yeah, it Yeah, it made landfall in North Carolina. Yeah. I mean, we got about four and a half inches of rain here, but we didn't lose any power. Um, I, I think, like, there were places that did lose power, but I, but I think it was, you know, towards the coast, like you both said. Um, it eventually got into New England, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. So it was a pretty powerful storm, but it wasn't, it, I, it could have been worse. Let's say that. It could have been. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, they were saying this was like the second tropical storm to hit in the New York New York City area in the same season. That hadn't been, that hasn't happened since like, I think, 85, they said, um, AccuWeather. Mm. Yeah, I was trying to scare my coworker and be like, oh, you're not going to have any power. <laughs> she was, she, and, and she was like, well, where is it supposed to hit? I'm like, I don't know, right here. And I showed her a map that showed like all red on New York. It was, I, I, I amused myself. Unfortunately, her thinking was, Oh, well, if we lose power here, then we can go home. And I'm like, Oh, well, that <laughs> that's less scary for you. And is less fun for me then. All right. Um, I want to talk about, let's see. Cause I have a, I have a list of topics here. Um, and I don't, oh, I'm trying to beat if I, if I want to rig on Triple H or not yet. I mean, I still have another two hours to do that. So, um, you know what? I know one thing. That chain has to hurt. Fake or not. I know. Yeah. Oh, shot yeah. near the head. I mean, my God. I wonder why Conan couldn't make this. I wonder if it was like a travel issue or um, something like that. Let me look it up. All right. And then, so let's talk about, I didn't see this, but I have a feeling... One of you did, and one of you didn't, but read the results. This thing that, because I didn't watch it, although I was debating on it. Talking Shop Mania? Yeah, I was wanting uh, to know y'all's thoughts on it. I've heard bits and pieces about it. I heard it was a hot mess. It didn't look like it was from, like, who knows? Maybe it would have been. I don't know. Bill, I'm sure you're the one that watched it. Actually, I did not see it. I'm surprised. Um, I really am. I, I had like been meaning to, but I just haven't really had the time to. Hmm. So I, I know Enzo I, was on it, there. He cut a promo. Like I've heard some people say, like, "Oh, the production was bad, but there were funny spots." Right. Show. I don't think it was meant to be like the greatest pay per view ever. Um. But, oh no, yeah. not at all. I didn't get that vibe at all oh, either. I agree. Okay, we have the. Okay, I found the reason uh, why Conan could not make it. Okay, why could he not make it? It was due to a scheduling conflict in Mexico. Mm. Okay. All right. By the way, so Nick Patrick, yeah, <laughs> like Nick Patrick was so for this Mexican death match. I, it's basically last man standing rules. So at least that's what I'm getting from it. Right. And his guy, Big Bobby Rogers, was down, and I think he was counting super slow, so that Rogers had more time to get up because Hugh Morris got mad. Hmm. Um, 
Yeah, so I don't know anything. I don't really know too much about Talking Shop. Uh, Sarah, I'm assuming you did not watch. No, I, I didn't. Okay. And there um, was a lot of hype about it because I know um, I know some of the talent. I know Randy Orton was one. I want to say Randy Orton was one. They were – oh, Jericho was one for sure. Um, they mentioned it on, like, their social media or whatever. And um, so when the event actually happened, it was kind of like, hmm, okay, that's interesting. Well, Orton was hoping that that pay-per-view failed miserably. Wait, who is? Orton. Oh, okay. Um. Bill, let's talk about Bluey. Yeah. Why am I so into Bluey? Um, you know, you I brought up know. Bluey, I think, at some point. Yeah. Um, I, so I tell people what Bluey is again. Okay, so for those that don't know, it's a show on Disney Plus, and it's part of it's part of like Disney Junior, and it's about a dog named Bluey, who has a mom and a dad. And a baby sister named Bingo. My my six year old watches this. This is how I know this stuff, folks. And it's sort of like, I guess the best way to compare it is sort of like Peppa Pig, but for dogs. <laughs> um. I then watched... for some reason I heard that Bluey got a season two. I'm like, oh. is this show really that good that Bluey got a season two? I was like, I gotta see some clips of this show. And I really like the dad oh, in it from what I've seen. Great. <laughs> I mean, there's, the a com- first... there's a compilation on there of like dad jokes. It's pretty good. Like the first couple episodes <laughs> I saw, I was like, eh. and then like I watched it again at my nephew's house a few weeks ago, and I was like, oh, okay, now I kind of see why he likes it. <laughs> it's not that bad. I Sarah, mean, do you know anything about Bluey? I, I do not. Uh, my nephew is 12 now and kind of has outgrown that, which is a good thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> now, I did read, or actually, no, actually my uh, sister told me this, that they edited out a scene in one of the episodes. Wait, Bluey was censored? Yeah, I'm going to tell you why. All right. Because they go to like a farm you know like one of those like farm markets you go to on the weekend yeah well they pet a horse and apparently at the end of the scene the horse poops and they just edited the part out where the horse poops okay and then there's an and then they took one episode off of disney plus because they're like the episode is about teasing well, how are you going to take an episode off about tea or like people getting teased when the episode is focused about being teased? I don't know. A big bum is about to run over a few oh more to the motorcycle. <laughs> oh he about couldn't get the motorcycle going. <laughs> yeah, right, he had a rough time. I did like when he when he had the woman told the woman that was on the motorcycle to get off the motorcycle. She thought it was like the funniest shit. <laughs> she was even a part of this thing. <laughs> Well, she um, wants to celebrate in Malaysia, so. Right. Uh, that's it. Oh, this might be it. I, I mean, if I got hit with a motorcycle, I don't think I could get up by 10. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's that guy with the beard, by the way, on the right side. <laughs> I was mentioning it earlier. He's probably one of the roadies in ZZ Top. Yeah, he's done. This, yeah, this is 
was one of the rare moments where Jimmy Hart's sunglasses were off. And a hug for the referee. Yay! Uh. <laughs> um, so anyway, Bluey is a season two, apparently. And I can't believe there's been Bluey censorship. I know. Very upset by that. Um, okay, Sarah, give us a topic. What do you want to talk about? Okay. Well, how does everybody feel about The Rock buying out the XFL? I'll let Bill go with this since he's a sports guy. I was actually a bit surprised. I He was... First off, I completely forgot that the XFL was going to auction. I, I didn't know that either. Yeah, I forgot about that. And I also forgot that somebody could have bought that. So the fact that he bought it, and considering how much he, you know, he paid for it, it was actually he and his agent, who also happened to be his ex-wife, mm-hmm. they sort of got it for a cheap price, $15 million? Wait, we got, wait, hold on, we got more Miss NWO stuff. Hold All on. Right, I'll, Rimshot. I'll finish, yeah, I'll finish my thought here in a little bit. Hollywood Hogan? He's got a lot of power in the movie industry. What would you do to be in one of his movies? And she says, whatever it takes. There you go. I, Good, he says, well, I, Good I like answer. it. And he heads over to number four. No, this was, that was the duplicate answer. You are buoyant. Oh my. What the hell does buoyant mean? You know, buoyant? This is that zillionaire Ted. You know, he says everyone has a price. I want to know what, what's yours because I got a buck fifty on me. You would walk away with the a big bill. What? Uh-huh. Folks, we'll be back some with some more of the Miss NWO search. This is a disaster in the funniest way. Oh man! Oh, here we go. All right. Silhouette of a woman dancing. Just one. <laughs> Just one, guys. Just one. Oh, no, two. Oh, there's, there's two. two. There's All two. right, there we go. All right. Oh, man. It's, okay. it's it would have been funnier if it was one. It, w- it would have been way funnier, actually. Okay, so t- so back to answering the question. $15 million. The Rock got it basically bar- you know, bargain basement price. I forgot there was an NWO website. Wow, I don't even remember that. <laughs> what the, the limo ambush and next week five what well i wouldn't get the internet for like another year and a half so i wouldn't have been <laughs> able to get to it so um, here. don't feel bad <laughs> oh, i don't <laughs> but no i i think you know dwayne johnson he he is a football lover. He played football going all the way to college. Um, so you actually have someone who, to a degree, knows football. If he mm-hmm. just hires more people Ugh. that have a, you know, have a mind for football, maybe he can run the business end of it. <laughs> See, that's I never thought of that, and now I'm scared about it because I don't like that at all. Because one of the things that was the best about the XFL is they had no dis- they had zero disregard or zero regards, however you say it, for the privacy of the athletes and the coaches. They had cameras in their faces and microphones. They were mic'd up all the time. 
I don't want it to be another football league. I don't want it to be like the NFL. And I don't know about you guys, but my free freaking screen just froze. So I may need you to give me a um a timestamp no, in a little bit. Mine is still going. Mine is two. All right. So don't, well, don't touch anything because right. I'm in, I need everyone on the same page or close to it. But um, but yeah, no, I'm now afraid about that. I forgot that he had football experience. So more like, so he's probably gonna make it legit, which is gonna be boring as hell. But you know, and I said this to my dad the other day because I mentioned it. The second run, you know, before the COVID, they were actually pretty good. Like it was yeah. very successful. I thought. Bill, I was going to go to an XFL game. I know. I know you were. I wanted to I was going to go too. late March. Me and my cousin talked about it. We were like, we see late March. <sighs> this COVID. I was also thinking of going to freaking war games, too, when that was happening for right. AEW. Right. That's another thing that got ruined. Um, but, yeah, like, if it stays like that, I'm good with it. Like, but if you're, like, wanted to be a, still be a, like, I don't know. I just have now that I'm thinking about it. Now I have a feeling the Rock's going to be more serious about it, and I don't know. Sarah, what do you think? Now I'm dismayed about it, to be honest with you. Um, I think the intentions of buying the XFL are good, considering his he was a football. The Rock was a football player. He, you know, a lot of people are into football. Um. How do I compare to XFL? This is going to be like the third reemergence. Right. It's almost right. kind of like it's almost kind of like um freaking uh, let's say Freddie or Jason something right. like that. <laughs> it might be down, but don't count them out. <laughs> They're going to come right. out in some way. <laughs> I joked with someone that you watch all the XFL teams are going to be from Miami. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> like yeah, I- I'm sure he'll get at least one. For sure, yeah, he's, um, uh, and I'm sure there's going to be a New York slash New Jersey team. Yeah, there has to be. Because we, we can't have just a New Jersey team. Whatever. <laughs> um, okay. I recently watched, and I don't know if, I, Bill, I'm pretty sure Bill has not, on Disney Plus, Black is King. Have either of you seen it? Nope. I want to see it, but I haven't. Here's my quick thoughts on it. It's very out there, which I'm not that surprised about because it was directed by Beyonce. That being said, the music, very, very, very calming. Very peaceful. Nothing was good or bad about the music. I I liked it enough where I kept it on. But the video part of it, like the actual, I guess you would say, movie, too out there for me. Way too out there for me. In my opinion, I, I think the the main reason I wound up going through the whole thing was probably because of the music. Um, it was weird. They put like quotes from The Lion King in it. And there might have been some kind of story. I'll admit that. But overall, like. I would suggest people to just like listen to the music to chill out. But I don't know if I can say the same about the actual watching and trying to make sense of what's going on on the screen. So would you say it's sort of 
like it's an attempt at a movie, but it's sort of a collage of music videos. It's definitely an attempt of a movie. And I think it's, and again, you have to remember because Beyonce, I believe, wrote and directed it. So it's not like, I don't think Beyonce has experience of actually writing things in Hollywood that appear on in movie theaters, so to speak, mm-hmm. like that, that Hollywood would have to buy. So this was basically, it came, definitely came across to me as like, yes, a music artist definitely wrote and produced and created this as opposed to like they talk to someone who has maybe been in Hollywood that would make it a coherent actual movie. Right. The, the music is way better than the actual movie to me. That being said, there's not like I could say, oh, this one song was amazing, but I also can't say this one song was absolutely terrible. So, Sarah, any, what have you heard of from Black is King? I heard for the most part it was good. Um, I haven't really, um, I haven't looked into it too much. Um, but I do, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not a huge Beyonce fan, but I like her. Um, so of course I'm interested to see what she did and all this stuff. Um, it sounds like it was one of those, like, I don't know if this is going to be like a, like a record or anything like that like her two previous two previous albums were um that was the that was the idea that i got when when blackest king was talk about talked about mm-hmm. so i'm thinking it was more like her other two cds her self-titled album and lemonade right i could be wrong but that that was just the idea i got she's just continuing that trend of um <laughs> music videos and a record combination but i guess there was a story there's a story behind this one as well um beyonce is very um outspoken about um these kind of issues that are going on today so um i definitely think there's a message behind that as well i agree like i said though to to me it's a very artsy message in that like it I mean, to me, I think a lot of it went over my head. Oh, I actually remember the ending to this match. I feel like this is, if I remember, this is pretty great. So Steve McMichael and Jarrett are somewhat feuding, but Deborah likes Jeff Jarrett. Mm-hmm. And oh, poor thing. So <laughs> let, let the, <laughs> how dare you? He's, he's a, ain't he great? Come on. Um. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this isn't the ending I'm thinking of. Maybe I'm thinking of another event. Um. All right. Anyway, what am I? What was I saying before this? I thought it was we something. We were talking about um, Black is King. No, there was. Oh, that's right. There's definitely a message there. It just might have went over my head. And to be honest, I think the average person it might even go over their head too. But again, I. I oh, also, it seems like a lot of money went into it. That's the other thing I mostly got from this. Mm-hmm. This wasn't some like, hey, it's Blair Witch. Very little went into this. It looked like a lot went into it. A lot of money went into this. Um, Bill, topic. Um, okay. I, I, I'm just going to bring this up real quick because I want to get it out of my system. Um, oh, God. Okay. No, no, it, it, it's brief. 
um, hockey has come back, and right now no one has tested positive for COVID-19. The bubble that they've been doing has worked really well so far. Um, and it seems the same with the NBA right now. Uh, baseball's been in a little bit of trouble. They've had a little. I thought they were in a lot of trouble. Well, and by okay, the way, I would true. like to point out that right now that it is August 5th, 7.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, just in case someone's listening and hockey and basketball have gotten an outbreak, which I do think that will happen. But go ahead, continue. Yeah, let me take that back. It's not little. It is a big problem. Uh, they've had two teams with a lot of people test positive for COVID-19. Yeah, the Marlins um, was one of them. Yep, and the other were the Cardinals. Um, okay. And I guess, you know, right now how successful hockey has been because no one's been, te- you know, no one's tested positive, and they've been testing, I think, like every day for a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they do temperature checks too? I know, I know some of them do. Yeah, same with the NBA. Um, with baseball, you know, I mean, I am a huge baseball fan. I would love to see this season make it all the way, but I really don't know if it is. I, you know, I'm just curious if you think baseball will make it to the end without stopping. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard to say, honestly, because football's going to be coming up too, and uh, a lot. It, 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 like I said earlier, you know, a lot of this stuff, whether it's sports or movies and things like that, a lot of this stuff is trial and error right now because of the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I, I, I have a feeling, you know, anything can happen here as far as things getting worse. I, I shouldn't say that because actually I don't think things are going to get better in the next two months. Um, I'm at the point where I don't think this virus is going to go away. Um, once the vaccine is made, I think, I think once it's you know approved and everything, we'll probably look, look, start look to see catcher. change. But look, until then, it's just gotta be diligent, try to be safe as you can, and it's hard. <laughs> did you see what Nick Patrick just did? Yeah. You put him, Jared had uh, Bubba in the figure four. Nick Patrick literally dragged him to the ropes. And I think this might be what I was thinking of what's about to happen here. I mean, normally I wouldn't be okay with it, but I mean, it's Jeff Jared. <laughs> um, I, to be honest with you, I don't really have anything to say about. Here it is. Wait. So McMichael gets on the apron. <laughs> It's full money in the bank briefcase there, huh? It's <laughs> it's Rogers. Now watch, watch, watch. One, and he threatened. <laughs> oh man. I mean, to be I mean to be fair, I if I was Nick, I would be intimidated too by Steve McMichael. I mean, sure, absolutely. He's a, he's a little bit out there, so especially around this time. Yeah. And Arn's like, you gotta be shitting me. Well, Arn just looked. <laughs> they showed Arn before, and he looked like he was bored out of his mind. <laughs> Look, there he is again. He's bored out of his mind. He, you know, he, he might have been. I mean, well, here, here's the spot. <laughs> oh, God. 
sometimes the like the looks on your face just give it away. You know, it's got it's there. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard a story? Um, I, I'm okay. I'm just gonna tell you the story anyway. I don't think you guys have ever heard this story. Um, Luke Gallows told this story. It was the day after WrestleMania 25, which was Sean and Taker. Okay. Uh huh. And he's around Arn, and Arn's having this discussion, and because he talks about the match, and he's like, "That oh, hold on, we got more Miss NWO." Yeah, I saw it. It's Jeff Katz, the Babe Hunter. Oh, God. <laughs> That's what it said. How many contestants are there? Like, eight? How are you doing, darling? <laughs> With good vision. Well, let me ask you. Describe for me the part of your anatomy that would best help you win Miss NWO. Probably my feet. <laughs> okay. Now we got well, some over here. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I didn't sync back up with you guys. I'm, I'm not a no. Uh, take over. What is she saying? What material would you use to buff his biceps? Buff or buff that? What? How would I explain this? Well, the miracle ear not turned up, but that's okay. I'm sorry, darling. I think that might be might have disqualified her. Here's some more weird dancing. <laughs> So, what is their timestamp so I can try to line up with you guys? Uh, 5436. Tell me when it's 55, oh, or give me a countdown when it hits 55. All right. Give me, like, because I have 5505, so you'll give me a five second countdown. Five, four, three, two, one, 55. Thank you. All right, we're back with Buff the Stuff, right? Okay. Oh, no, Scotty Riggs first. Yeah. So. Okay, so Arn is like, that was the greatest match I ever saw, but we almost saw a guy get killed last night. He was referred to uh, Undertaker, you know, with the jet, with the jump and landing. Oh, okay. On his head. He's like, that was yeah. the greatest match I ever saw, but we almost saw a guy die last night. You know, when you use that voice, you remind me of this that guy that's on the right side with the fat guy with the beard. <laughs> that sounds like what he would sound like. <sighs> so, Sarah, give me a topic. I haven't Nick asked Patrick you before. taking a whiz? Is he? He looked like he was taking a whiz. Sarah, how would you feel if Nick Patrick... Pulled down his pants right now and started taking a pee in the ring. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't worry, Sarah. I'll get you a Buff Bagwell cameo. Yes, please. <laughs> no, Sarah gets a Buff Bagwell cameo, not you. Thank you. I'm so glad she I did. She now? <laughs> Do you know what cameo is, Sarah? C A M E O. Cameo. Do you know what that is? C. Oh, like an appearance? No, Bill, why don't you explain what Cameo is? Okay, so basically it's you pay money. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Have someone oh, that, that was what refreshed you, you pay money. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was looking at Buff Bagwell and just got oh, lost, I guess. <laughs> what, you got lost in Buff Bagwell's eyes? Oh, okay. No. Actually, <laughs> I used to think he was so hot back there. <laughs> you still, wait, so you're saying you used to, you, you used to think he was the stuff? Oh, yeah, I had a huge crush on him in high school. 
Um, oh, so I see <laughs> there's his name in headlight or in lights. Look at there. There you go. Buff is the stuff. His jacket's actually pretty cool. I'll give him that. Yeah. Um, Sarah, why don't you give us a topic? What's on your mind? Um, we could talk about cameo. Um. Uh, that was actually one of the things that everybody's been kind of talking about this week. Poor guy paid like $400 to <laughs> ask Alexa Bliss out on a date, and she turned him down. <laughs> I feel bad for the guy. $400? How do you not get that back? Right? Like, what? I'm just like, okay. I, I mean, his hope... I mean, he has some high hopes. Like, sure, agreed. I'm, yes. He's like, I'm gonna get noticed. I'm gonna ask her out on a date. Maybe she'll say yes. It'll be money well spent. And no. <laughs> yeah. So she basically just gets the four hundred dollars or whatever you said it was. Yeah, I think that's what she's charging. They that's say insane. Charlotte is um joined too, but she's like twenty dollars cheaper. Somebody had posted on Facebook. I think it was last night. They said. Oh, if you want to ask Charlotte Flair out on a date, uh, she costs twenty dollars less. <laughs> and I mean, Charlotte is definitely worth more. Hold on, I'm looking. I'm at Cameo now. I want to see this. Oh, well, I shouldn't check. I shouldn't search Charlotte because I, mean, I got lots of Charlottes coming up. I didn't see the video, but I heard that Alexa, you know, did it very politely. That you know, she rejected the date. Well, if I got $400 for doing nothing, I'd be very polite. <laughs> oh, here it is. Request $399. You can also chat. Wait, I thought this was only a... I, Bill, I thought this was only a, um, like, record a message. Wait, you can chat too? Yeah, you could, for $20, you could chat with her. It's not worth it. Um, but I thought this was only a... Like, they send you a phone call. They must have changed shit since the last time I was on. Because hmm. I don't remember. Remember we were going to get you the Cardogians? Yes. Yes. Sarah, there was the, they, they had dogs on here and they were called the Cardogians. I was going to get Bill a cameo of the Cardogians. Ah, <laughs> okay. But now it's different because you can't possibly chat with the Cardogians. They changed this whole site, it looks like. You know, I mean, I'm upset if, by that. I mean, if you're going to chat with some, if you don't pay money to chat with somebody, oh gosh, like, dude, I, I I'm sorry, hmm. <laughs> I, I, I just don't see it. Like Bret Hart, to, he's one fifty dollars. His chat is two ninety nine. Mm. Although I'm guessing that's a minute. How I mean, long is the chat? Twenty minutes that's, or what? Well, that's a good question. That's what I'm trying to find out right now. Download the app. It doesn't really say. I don't see it saying that anywhere. Bill, do you see it at all? I, I, I remember when I went to um, WrestleMania in San Jose, and mm -hmm. the VIP at that time was like two hundred dollars. And I really wanted, I really wanted to meet Roman Reigns again. And I was like, there is no way in hell I'm paying two hundred dollars. <laughs> oh, maybe Reigns is on here. Well, <laughs> he <I'm> is. <laughs> I'm looking at Mitch but but Barley. I went on StubHub like after uh, like prior to his meet and greet and got like a huge freaking discount. That's how I got. <laughs> I'm well, a bargain queen. Like hey, well if you want, you so, can. You, so, 
his the dude's name was Jeffrey. I was like, Jeffrey from Subhub, you the best. You <laughs> saved me a lot of change. <laughs> I'm looking at Mick Foley's, and his is seventy five dollars, and a chat is seven ninety nine. See, but we don't know what a chat is. Is it twenty minutes? Is it seven ninety nine per minute? Uh, let's see. How does it work? Uh... That's what I was just on. By the way, Roman Reigns five hundred dollars. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I love them dearly, but no. Do we have? That, uh, that's like that's like half of my check every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry, I'd rather pay on my car. Sure. Than to have like a ten minute conversation. Sorry. You know what's our most responsible people would agree with you <laughs> on that one. <laughs> um, you, like like if you miss like if I missed a car payment or something. Um. Are you having trouble making your payment? No, I just really wanted to talk to Roman Reigns. You just don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> oh, here's the here's the Charlotte one. Yeah, she's three eighty. I found her. I, you know why I couldn't find her? Because she's under Ashley. Oh, gotcha. Ashley Charlotte Flair Flair. <laughs> so I'm dead serious. Look under Ashley Charlotte Flair. It says Ashley parentheses Charlotte Flair. End parentheses, Flair. Ashley Charlotte Flair Flair. Yep, it's true. Ooh, and she does not even offer a chat. No chat with Charlotte. She's the queen. What do you expect? I guess. <laughs> yeah, queen of plastic surgery. I'm not, wor- I'm not worthy. Oh. I, you know what, though? I, to be fair to Bill, I, did, I don't know if I said this on the air. I did see that. Florida, uh, the like the Florida Championship Wrestling documentary. I saw some of that. Charlotte looks so different. Oh like, yeah, she, she doesn't she even look like the back same then as she does now. Mm-hmm. To me, I don't know if I fully agree with that, but I mean, but you you could definitely tell there's a lot of surgery there. Whether you, you know, know that's, that's just kind of sad because you know. A lot of them do that, and it's like you were pretty before. Why? Why do it more? Mm-hmm. Like, why do that? Right. Um, so yes, yeah, so the cameo apparently has changed. I'm very saddened by it. I can't believe she kept that four hundred dollars. This is why I don't like Alexa Bliss. Oh. <laughs> I-, I wish somebody would pay me four hundred dollars. To ask me out on cameo. Yeah, I was gonna say, Sarah, why are you doing cameo? <laughs> well, well, Bill, you remember I had I had that horrible. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I had that horrible date experience a yep. few weeks back. Oh yeah. I don't know anything about this. So, um, a friend of mine. A um, couple friends of mine uh, had told me to join Facebook dating, and I said, "All right." So, of course, you know there was a I got a lot of hits or whatever, and there was this one guy that I was talking to. He seemed like he was a cool guy, and being that like seventy percent of town is closed because of the virus, there's right. really not a whole lot that you could do as no, far not at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as far as dating goes. And I wanted to keep it light. So, like, we decided to go meet and have dinner at Wendy's. And he, I was like, do you want to go as friends? He's like, no, I'm trying to date you. Okay. Sure. So it was a date. Now, 
the date went fine. We had a good conversation. I didn't feel sparks or anything, but, you know, he was a nice guy. And I was like, well, he'd be cool as a friend or whatever. Well, I guess um, I didn't respond to his text in time the next day. He just, like, completely went off on me. Like, Ooh. I can't believe you let me pay for your meal and da 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 What? We went to, we went to Wendy's. Seriously. <laughs> my god is this how this generation of guys are it was awful <laughs> i was like okay that was weird and the funny thing is i went out to dinner before this podcast uh, before this podcast he works at the restaurant i went to i was oh, like no oh, oh, you. you gotta be kidding me <laughs> honestly you know what i put i will be honest like one thing that i put i decided to uh change up my profile and one of the things i have because you're right, Sarah. It's very interesting that like it's harder to meet people because of half the country's still in quarantine mode. Because yeah. you know some jobs are willing to let their employees work from home. Not mine, but you know that's another story. So one of the things I put is if you're not willing to go out like within the first couple of days of us talking, don't bother because I'm not here to have a chat relationship right now. Mm-hmm. And so. Like, cause that's what happened. Like the like, two or three people I talked to, they're like, no, no, we're, they're like, no, no, we can just be on chat. I'm like, not yeah. looking for okay, that. I just saw ass. Wow. I just saw ass and not what I wanted to see. Oh, uh, well back then you <laughs> did apparently. <laughs> Woof. Golly. <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's a the discolored st- thong or not. That's the stuff. <laughs> All right, Sarah, what's your next topic? See here. Um, hmm. So, um, this whole thing about um Naomi, Naomi deserves better. What do you guys oh, think about that? Terrible, terrible. First off, most in my opinion, and I've said this before, I love the knock. I think the knockouts division in Impact Wrestling is probably the best women's division out there. The WWE women, most of them are terrible. Uh, I would probably, I've said it before, that I, I would probably make a list of women that I think that are actually good in WWE, and it probably only hits five. Mm. Um, I don't think Naomi deserves better. Hell, I don't think half of them deserve what they're currently getting. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Bill? I mean, I, I think Naomi is a hard worker. She tries. She's not sloppy in the ring. But to be fair, and this is no disrespect to her, Mm -hmm. she's been wrestling in that company for close to 10 years. She's had a few reigns as champion. She's been on Total Divas. She's gotten, you know, she's gotten attention. I've never thought of that, but that's true, yeah. Just because... She loses one match to Lacey Evans, who unfortunately has not gotten better since the last time I really paid attention to her. <clears throat> Doesn't warrant, you know, a Naomi deserves better campaign. I mean, that's the thing with that's the, I think if I have one complaint about the women's division in WWE in general. It is this. You have 
some women in there who have been around for years. Natalia is a perfect example. And they may get a push once every three, four years. I'm mm-hmm. just using that as an example. Yeah. And then after the push is done, they're back to mediocrity. You know, they're not valued as an important, you know, fact or important uh, part of the of the team, of the roster. Like, right now, like Bailey and Sasha Banks. You know, Bailey was in that position for a little bit, but she's, you know, gotten out of that, and now she's on that top tier, where I feel with Sasha, she's been on that top tier since they've made the move. Naomi's been there forever, and she gets that push of, okay, you're going to be in a big story, you're going to be champion, but then when you're done, we're going to put you back to, like, mid-card, whatever mid-card is for the women's division. Mm-hmm. I think my thing also for when I saw it was like, well, I think it was on a Saturday morning because I think Naomi was SmackDown or something like mm-hmm. that. So it was, I was like, are you kidding me? This is what's trending on Twitter. There are other things going on right now in the world that are way more important than this. Like, so that kind of annoyed me for some right. reason. Yeah, was Natty like, was a really good example. Um, if anybody deserved better, it was abs- absolutely it's Natty for sure. Mm-hmm. Although she hasn't been on in a while, I'm I'm guessing it might be because of COVID nineteen. But that's just that's what I'm thinking too. I haven't heard yeah. anything. I was gonna say I didn't even know she was still there. To be honest, they with were you. starting, a, a, they were starting an angle with her and Lana, where Lana was like, Natalia is the best woman in the division. She is what is best for Raw. You need to follow her. She is a role model. She is consistency she's this she's this she's this and now with lana her parents both both of her parents tested positive for COVID 19 and it was from her probably because let's let's be real here wwe with their lackluster testing at first not sure if they've gotten better right you know it wasn't rusev because he's been home exactly and more than likely her parents have been home too now yeah, that was after she was tested positive, if I'm not mistaken, maybe gotcha. I got my timeline. So who's the one person that was in a, not only just WWE not being on the ball when it comes to testing, but also in one of the states consistently that has been rising in Tesla numbers, mm-hmm. in, in positive tests. So I'm sorry, you're, yes, it's going, she's the one. I don't, I, I would find it very hard to believe if one of them three infected her. Yeah, I highly doubt, especially Rusev, because he's been at home. I mean, I don't watch his That's Twitch. That's what I mean, yeah. I don't watch his Twitch because I am still trying Twitch. to figure out what... I mean, I know Twitch is, like, for video games, but it's also trying to become, like, YouTube to a degree. Yeah. Um, so it, it can't be Rusev. And unless her parents went out, which I highly doubt, because they're both in their 70s, well, look at this. Wait, look at this. <laughs> the local talent, as they're called, dancing yeah, around on the stage. What do we have here? What is this? Uh, Buffy's going to get some stuff. Oh, for himself, apparently. Oh, boy. I'm trying to figure out how old these ladies are because, I mean, I, 
it might just be a group of women who just decided to do this for the hell of it, and they're just completely like starting <laughs> to fall for beating Scotty Riggs. Oh, look at Buff. Oh, Lord. Pilot. Yeah, that kind of reminds me, like, if you're at the bar and you having a little bit too much to drink. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, yeah, so Buff, but, but why? Hold they on. probably had the time of their lives, though. I mean, I ain't mad. <laughs> No, either that or just, or either that or just, they're just kind of like, oh, let me just get through it. I'm getting paid for this because I would think that they are. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on, let, let me recap the results here. So the first match, Jericho versus Chono. Chono, Chono won. Yeah. What, okay, so why does Buff get like the fireworks and stuff? No, because he's was, the stuff. <laughs> you're right. You're right, Sarah. He's the stuff. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, finally, the NWO band's doing something. <laughs> All right, Bill, give us the recap. What's contestant seven saying? All right. Uh, as we Vince see the NWO band, let's see. Now, you might not know this, but Vince, the head of the security for the NWO, he's been known to dress up in, you know, a cheap hairpiece, a powder blue suit, that sort of thing. I want to know, would you be willing to dress up with Vince? And if so, what would you wear? I can't hear you. <laughs> Would you dress sexy lingerie, something like that? Oh, sure. Why not? Okay, she's over to it, folks. Let's move on. How you doing? It's contestant number eight, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think it is. Now you know. Uh, did not get the nickname Flash for any reason. You know, Scott Warner. Now I want to know: Would you help Scott with his flashing problem, or would you just add to that problem? With, his, with this flat, I'd hope I answer that problem. Oh, I think she's gone a little risky. Eric a cold shower, back, cold to shower you. back to you. Wow, what a hot mess. Um, you are making history here. My vote. Why did he even go... How funny is this? Do you think Nick Patrick had to go to the bathroom? Because why else would he have left and now is coming back out again? Yeah, he worked this whole show, didn't he? Yeah, he does. Oh, he's the referee. He's the only one. But do you know what I'm saying, though? Like, mm-hmm. why it's would he D- leave just to come back? DDP. All right. Let me see. I, I'm sure I have something to I have a topic here. If I can get my thing to work. Well, if you don't, I, I actually do have. I mean, I can, here's what I'll complain about Triple H before I forget about it. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about that. This is real. This is real. Just this is not even gonna take that long at all. I'm just annoyed, Bill and Sarah. I'm just annoyed because this oh, man. You're... <laughs> he had a 25th anniversary celebration. No one else has has had that right. in the entire company. He does. They posted a video of. Here's what it's called. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Triple H reacts to the WWE superstars reacting to the Triple H 25th anniversary. Well, that's a mouthful. I've never in my life have seen a someone react to someone else's reaction to something else. What? Why? Because I need mm, the best. (laughs) Why? 
I'm mad about it. I mean, I was already mad that the was, you know, there was something, happened. you know, 90, yeah, 95, 25 years, man. Um, yeah, not only was Triple H, his career in WWE started then, um, Stone Cold's was as well. Um, there's more, I just can't think of it right now, but I know there was something that I read a while back that they were hoping to do 25 years of Stone Cold in front of an audience. Right. I've read that too. And considering he arguably saved the company in 1998. Yes. All right. I get that. Yes. I'm okay with it. Uh, yeah. That, that, that's a very valid, you know, reason, you know, I was like, Oh yeah, definitely. You know, you don't want to kind of, that's kind of that's kind of warranted, you know. Yeah, not Triple H's 25th anniversary. Mm-hmm. That was unwarranted. The only reason he came in, I'm convinced, is because the ratings were low, and he was hoping that he would come in and be like, mm, "The ratings will be up for me. Don't <laughs> you worry." Uh. And they weren't, so that's why he's off again. That was my topic of Triple H. Bill, go ahead. All right, because you um. When yes. we were talking about Cameo earlier, you were talking about the Cardogians. Yeah, are they, can you chat with them? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll see how I can do with that. Um, but it brought to my, you know, it just popped into my head because there have been rumors the last few weeks that there's some problems between Kim and Kanye. Ooh. Um, I, haven't I was heard, expecting this from you. Yeah, okay. I haven't heard much about it. But Kanye is acting in a fool, trying to run for president. They're saying he's bipolar. He's having episodes. I don't know. But the thing is, I feel like he's always been like this. This mm-hmm. isn't something new that's happened in the past, like, month. Mm-hmm. Kanye is one of those, like, he he's, um, uh. You know, I've liked I've liked his music and all. Oh, I love, like his but, music too, absolutely. Yeah, Kanye is very good when it comes to music, but Kanye has a ego problem. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, that's his downfall. Is he has a ego problem and um, it kind of not it don't remind me of, but someone similar would be Fred Durst to me. You know, I liked his music, but I didn't care for him personally. Mm-hmm. And that's the same way with um, my view on Kanye. Sure. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Kanye, his biggest problem is Kanye. Like, he can't separate the performer and the person in real life. You know what I mean? I remember watching, um, I remember watching Mary in the Game few years back um it was about the rapper um the game mm-hmm. um and his fiance at the time and that was like the one thing she always talked um uh, that she always brought up am i talking to the game or i'm talking to you know i can't remember his real name but right but yeah. they're so intertwined with each other in, in that man's personality kind of like forget wait what's a sting it's I mean, is it sting. Is it oh, you're right. It's a real sting. Or is it NWO sting? You're right. I didn't even think about that. I was too excited. 
<laughs> um, sort of like our our buddy uh, Hulk Hogan, or um, or in court, sometimes he'll go by Terry Bollea, mm-hmm. and then right. he'll go back and forth between the two yeah. in court, saying, "Well, Hulk Hogan might have thought that, but that wasn't, but not Terry Bollea." It's it's very very strange when you have people like that where they're like can't really they don't know which one's which. And then when you can't separate the one from the other, the one ends up taking over, and you are, you know, in this case like Hulk Hogan, the character twenty four seven, or Kanye West, you know, the egomaniac twenty four seven. Right. right, right. Kim, Kim's always been someone that I've never been able to figure out. Like, yeah. she's, I'm sure she has good intentions. Like, she's gotten people out of jail for crimes that they didn't commit and they were there for a long time. I mean, I don't know how she is able to do that. Right. Like, I'm all very suspicious of all of that, but go ahead. But at the same time, as far as the Kardashian name, it has to be her at the top. And if it's not her... Yeah, no, you're right. And if it's not her, she can't let anybody else have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird situation. By the way, is it just me? It's a me? fair assessment. Is it just me, or do you find it weird that Diamond Dallas Page, who... I would say right now during this time period, a top WCW guy, right? He's getting there. Yeah. yeah. See, you're saying he's getting there. So maybe, maybe my, my point is invalid. I was going to say, do you find it weird that he's fighting Scott Norton? Yeah. (laughs) No offense to Scott Norton. I mean, I guess not. Although we are talking about one of the stars of over the top, Scott Norton. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Bill, what do you have? You say you had something before. Yeah, it was, about, uh, it was about Kim and Kanye. The Cardolkins. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah. Sarah, you're off. What do you got? Um, hmm. We were talking about Alexa Bliss earlier. Um, I'm kind of interested with her role as far as The Fiend and Braun Strowman goes. Oh, yeah, the Fiend attacked yeah. uh, Alexa Bliss on SmackDown, and it was one of the best things they've done in recent memory, <laughs> in my opinion. I would probably watch SmackDown at least a month uh, where it works every week to if you told me the Fiend's going to attack Alexa Bliss every week. <laughs> Give that guy his $400 back. <laughs> Well, that's not one of the reasons, but although that is now another motivation, that is that was really that's really shitty of her to do, to be honest with you. But um, or why did she even accept it if she knew she was going to say no? No, anyway. Um, look, I think Alexa Bliss is one of the worst in the company in general. I've said this before. Um, I like that. Obviously, I like that the Fiend attacked her, but also because there's been this weird thing they've been bringing up. Why is Buff out here? Okay, what's going on? We saw Sting, and now he's gone. I don't see him anymore. And now Buff is coming out with everyone's favorite members of the NWO, (laughs) Vincent, Bob Rogers, 
and uh, VK Wall Street. Yeah, I was just about to say, um, where's our other guys at? And we are, how long are we? Yeah, how far are uh, we? This, okay, we're, we're about a, yeah, we're over an hour in, so there's about an hour and 15 minutes to go. Dang, where's our guys at? Right, yeah, like, where's our Scott Holes, our Sixes? They're probably getting yeah. ready for their Question, if Diamond Dallas Page right now gave the diamond card to Nick Patrick, what would happen for the rest of the event? Uh, martial law? <laughs> I was about to say anarchy. Let's see what's what happened. So, so Sting coming out didn't mean anything, like because he's gone apparently. Yeah, like I, I totally <laughs> forgot he was out there. Don't worry, I, I, I'll continue my Alexa Bliss bashing after this segment. Because I gotta see if Sting comes into play. Oh, they're trying to give him a t-shirt. That's what this is about. You're trying to recruit him. Yeah, I like how Norton's still pissed about it, though. He's like, I don't want that guy on my team. He just beat me up. He was gonna take my purse of the money. <laughs> this is actually a good storyline. It was. Like, is he or is he? Because you never really thought of him at that time. Because it was out of nowhere. Because we were like, who the fuck cares about Diamond Dallas Page? And all of a sudden, he's the guy that's going to fight back against the Get out of there, Page. Get out of there. (laughs) Patrick was like, oh, no. I have to ref four of the matches. Oh, there's an NWO fan in a neck brace. Oh, God. This is like the most hyped the fans have been all night for this segment. I know. Look at them. They probably woke up after this. So Sting doesn't do anything here. I guess not. Uh, well, I'm sorry, Bill. If it was... Oh, fuck, I hit the button on my thing. You know, thing. one thing that um, I've always wondered... Um, I didn't go to my first live um, wrestling show um, as far as WWE and all that goes until 2005. Right. And um, I, I want Like, during this whole era, Attitude Era and all that, I can't imagine how freaking epic it was to be in the crowd. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I, I just, that's something that I always wonder, man, I wonder what, like, I wonder how freaking awesome it would have been to be there. By the way, you know what's interesting? Again, I haven't forgotten about The Fiend and Alexa Bliss, but I do want to bring this up because you're mentioning, you know, fans, you know, being in the in the crowd or whatnot. If the selection for today was absolute garbage and I didn't want to do any of it, mm-hmm. The, the backup plan was to do the go back to the raw the last raw before COVID. Mm. That was going to be my original plan. If like I looked at all of the options and I hated all of them. Um. No. So they all of a sudden are like, remember when Braun Strowman was with Alexa Bliss during what was it mixed match challenge? Yes. And I'm like, you guys haven't. Oh well, God, Bill, you're up. They kind of were teasing, like, a little something as far as the relationship goes, but I don't think nothing ever really came out of it. All right, hold on, Sarah. We got Miss NWO stuff. That's a little more important than Alexa Bliss right now. Okay. (laughs) 
how would you make Masahiro Chono's stay in America better? And she was like, I'll do whatever he wants me to as long as I get some chopsticks. Wow. <laughs> Cringe. <laughs> Jeez. Said by Miss NWO contestant number 10. Yeah, too bad we can't get a name. She'd be part of cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that? Actually, she probably could. Back then, if there was such a thing, good lord. <laughs> to be honest, if enough people knew that that was on this event, and you took a picture, and enough people were offended, she probably would lose her job within the next week. Right? She might be retired from her job at this point. That's true. This was 97. You're right. You're right. So... No, but it seemed like it was out of nowhere. This Alexa, like, remember Alexa Bliss with Braun Strowman? Yeah. Like, that seems like it's out of friggin' nowhere um, to remember. And I appreciate that, like, okay, like, we're going to try to remember something. But at the same time, here's what, I'm, here's what I don't want to happen. And if this happens, I will be absolutely furious. If this leads into Alexa Bliss joining The Fiend. Because The Fiend is a character that does not need anybody else as part of them except his... Puppets. Right, exactly, yes, except for his puppets. And I just feel like that might be what they're doing, and I'm going to hate it. Well, the thing is, every person since The Fiend has come, you know, has come into play, um, they've ended up reverting back to, like, a previous gimmick, a previous character? Well, that's not true, because Goldberg's still garbage. Well, okay, yeah, he's the <laughs> exception. But, like, everybody else has gone back, like, to whatever they were in the past. I could see Alexa Bliss maybe not being in the Wyatt clan, but maybe being, you know, like, well, I'm, you know, five feet of fury, and she dresses up like the characters and all that stuff. Ugh, I hate it. Sarah, what do you think? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I was kind of thinking, I was kind of thinking, like, how they did with Daniel Bryan, um, what, back in 2014? Mm-hmm. They had that going on for a while. It, it'll be interesting to see what they do with her. Um, they're already, he's already, the Fiend's already using her as a ploy to get inside Braun Strowman's head. So, that's the psychology factor. So, it's kind of... Okay, you done. You, she already appeared at the the swamp thing at Extreme Rules, and he's now attacked her. It's kind of like, okay, at this point, what's next? Um, do we, you know, that's the thing too. You know, um, kind of don't aren't really sure what the fiend is gonna do um, when it comes to that. So you should see. Yeah, like I said, I will, but like I said to you before, if you did say that, hey, the Fiend's going to attack Alexa Bliss every week for a month, I would definitely go back to watching SmackDown. <laughs> I'm all about that. Um, yeah, she, you could, like, even if she, like, if he didn't, like, kidnap her or something like that, I can just see her coming out and being, like, very frightened, things like that. Right. Like, well, paranoid, like, looking over her shoulder and... Yeah, like I mean, that can definitely happen. I definitely would not mind a breakup of the 
Alexa Bliss Nikki Cross team. Uh, I would probably I, I welcome that. Bliss is going to turn on her, and it just ain't happened. Yeah, I I'm, I guess another big fear I have is that like when she if she joins the Fiend, then she becomes like they're going to say like oh she's Sister Abigail and like I don't want that. Um, let's talk a little bit about while we're about to see the Steiners versus the Outsiders, which is probably one of the bigger matches, finally. Yes. Um, the new hot wrestling reality TV show, Wrestle House. Wrestle House. To be fair, I liked week one much better than week two. I didn't really like it. Tell me about it. I was like, what is, when you sent me the email, um, Jim, I was like, what is Wrestle House? <laughs> I think Bill. I think Bill can describe it better than me. Go ahead, Bill. Okay. Basically, it's a couple of a couple of segments on Impact, and they just took ten people on Impact, put them in a house, and Tommy Dreamer's the host. Oh gosh. And it's which he's a great host, by the way. I didn't think he was going to be so good. He really <laughs> is. Um, and like. They're sort of mocking, like, you know, the reality shows of, like... Okay. And, like, whenever there's a conflict and everyone, you know, or someone gets challenged, they have a wrestling match. Well, but you're not telling her what they're challenging in the wrestling match. Like, for the first one, Sarah, it was um, two guys... I don't remember who it was. was. Like, sleeping on the ring. Right. Right, because Pete, you know, in a reality TV show, one of the first things is, where are you going to sleep? And so they, two guys, oh, Crazy Steve was one of them, and one of Triple XL was the other. I want to say AC Romero. Yeah, I think it was AC. And so they've had a match, and the winner got to sleep in the ring. Mm. And then there was another match that the Dean, I think the Deaners had it, mm. uh, where it was one of them was snoring, and the other one was like, your snoring is so loud. And then he was like, I don't snore. And they're like, no, you snore. <laughs> and then they were like, then Tommy Dreamer oh, called so match time. Lines and matches come out of it. Yeah, there's a ring in the back. Oh, ba- okay. The- oh, that yeah. sounds fun. Yeah, it's little segments. It's probably a total of like maybe 10, 15 minutes of the entire show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I like. Um, first- yeah, I think. I've been hearing a lot of positive stuff about Impact lately. I'm going to have to start checking it out again. Yeah, they really did a, a good thing with with Slammiversary. That was like their, yeah. Uh, here's our first move to come back or whatnot. The only thing I don't get, and Bill, maybe, why don't you give us a recap of what happened this week? Okay, so they had Heath on, Heath Slater. Although, yeah. And... He's been doing- no, no, I, no, no. I mean, I mean, a Wrestle House. Oh, Wrestle House. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes. Um, so Taya was trying to do like a hygiene session mm-hmm. with the other cast members, and it led to like Johnny Swinger trying to hook up with one of the women who Susie, is married. Susie and Kylie, right? Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. No, is it Kylie or is it uh, Alicia? I think it's Alicia. Edwards? Yeah, because she would be married with Eddie Edwards, right? Yeah. So that's how they have a match set up. And then Kylie Ray talks to this guy 
And I kid you not, Sarah, his name is John E. Bravo. <laughs> and because Roseberry said something about, like, how long, or somebody asked her, like, how long is this going to last? And she's like, until he gets it. Which was the first indication to me of, like, oh, we've got a story here. Right. And I should be mentioned, Sarah, that Rosemary's the one that actually teleported everyone into this house. Okay. So Kylie talks to Rosemary because Rosemary asks her, where, you know, where's Johnny? And she told her, and she's like, you what? And she gets mad, and then they set up the other match. And then after the match, Johnny checks on Rosemary, because I think Taya was the ref for that match. Yeah, I believe so, too. And okay. I don't know if it's, like, Rosemary has feelings for him or if he has feelings for her. That's what I'm getting from it. Rosemary has feelings for Johnny Bravo. Either that or she's doing it just to get Taya mad. Mm -hmm. um, but what I don't understand is this. I get the casting. Kylie Ray is currently the number one contender for the Knockouts Championship. Yes. Why is she in the house if he eventually is going to have to go for that belt? Could be strategy. She could be having uh, Perazzo get worn out and by the time <laughs> she comes back. Okay, if that's what we want to go with. Um, so, so yes, Sarah, so that's Wrestle House. It's reality-based skits. Look at my girl, Sherry. Oh, I miss her. Sens sensational Sherry. Sorry. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, that definitely uh, that definitely sounds um, interesting. Speaking of Scott Steiner, I I completely forgot that he um, owned the Shoney's somewhere here in Georgia. Um, I think that was one of the things last few days. Um, it is permanently closing due to the virus. Oh, so he doesn't have enough to continue the business? Is that what you're saying? Um, it's I guess it's closing because of the virus. The Shonies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that for good or is that for we'll be back soon? Oh yeah, it's it's permanent. Okay, well that's good. Well, unfortunately, a lot of people are suffering. A lot of businesses suffering from that. Oh yeah, I yeah. There's surprised. a lot of places that are just suffering because of this. I was actually surprised to hear that Shonies still existed. <laughs> there, there, there's a few show, um, few Shonies. Um, in the southeast, for sure. Um, here I was going to say, I thought it was a chain. I thought Not a big chain, but I thought there was a chain of them. Yeah, over the years, um, there was a lot of them that um, had closed. Um, there's, there's one about an hour from me. They actually reopened about a year or so ago, and um, they actually had started selling beer, mm. which was weird. But I think they stopped now, but... Um, yeah, they, there used to be a bunch of them, like, where I used to live, and just over time, they've closed, and um, I worked I worked at one um, right, out of, uh, right out of high school. Well, I was in college. It was worth six months of my life. I hated it. 
So I know that we were talking about Impact before, and, you know, surprisingly, I don't think we've talked anything about AEW or next to nothing during this whole episode. No! Uh, Well, we mentioned Lashley on. Yeah, because I'm going to complain about something that Impact and AEW have in common that I'm not happy about, that I would like to see stopped. Stop with the two-night event thing. I'm tired of it. Like how uh, AEW had... Fighter Fest is two nights, and now Impact's having Emergence is two nights. Stop. I hate it. It's, it's Great American it to, it's Great American Best. Best. Thank you. Also, another promotion, another thing we haven't talked about, any NXT. So all the stuff we didn't talk about, I have one complaint from all of them, and that's stop doing the two-night thing. Because <laughs> all, all of these guys is you're, you, is you're creating content and putting a name on it. It's not really that much special. Mm-hmm. Like, Especially, I'm more disappointed in AEW in regards to this because I really enjoyed um, last year's Fighter Fest um, when it was one night, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was on a uh, it was a free pay per view. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like that. That was enjoyable. It was free. Great, cool. This came across to me like ugh, it doesn't feel special at all. Oh, big deal! Everyone can watch it. Well, that doesn't make it feel special at all either. Okay, cool. Yeah, they re- uh, AEW released their action figure line this week, too. Uh, uh, my, ne- my nephew sent me pictures of what they had at his local Walmart. His mama made him put back the toys. Oh. But, but <laughs> before he put them back, he had to take pictures on his iPhone and send it to me. <laughs> I want these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's a big, it's a big deal in, in respect that it's another promotion now that has action figures. I'm not a big mm-hmm. figure person myself, but um, no, that's a pretty big deal. But what, what do you guys think? Am I over-exaggerating with this two-night thing? Uh, no, I, um, I think I think it's fair. Um, you know, that's kind of like the trend everybody was doing. Um, I, I, see, I, see, uh, I see the cons to it. Um, there's a lot of pros as well. Um, well, some pros as well. Mm-hmm. You know, that allows for more um, time for matches. Mm-hmm. You know, if each match has a specific amount of time. Right. As so far as you, that goes. Yeah. But at the same time, the problem could be, and, and I think it sort of happened with Great American Bash, where they put a lot, of, well, actually also AEW too. They put a lot of stuff on the first night that by the time you got to the second night, it was sort of like you almost had like jobber matches. Mm-hmm. You know, during the COVID, I think that's just like a short term, uh, short term solution. Mm-hmm. Um, WrestleMania, it would like WrestleMania was two nights. Um, I think in that aspect, that was, that was probably a good thing. Um, but, you know, if, if they, if save fans come back, they're, they're certainly not going to, you know, there, there was something online where WWE was actually thinking about doing a two night WrestleMania in the future with fans. And I, I mean, you know, I've been to three of them. And they're pretty pricey. I am not. I would not pay 
to go to both shows. That mm-hmm. much amount of money. Mm-hmm. Right. You and know, if you're, I, and if, you know, it's a cost factor. And for, for me, it's a cost factor because it's like, yeah, I want to go to WrestleMania, but I don't want to have to sit there and think, do I want to go to night one or night two? You know, right. that's how screwed up is that? And also, you got to be prepared for 10 hours of wrestling. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> I, I tell you, um, I mean, it is exhausting. I mean, it's exhausting. Right. Like, I've been to one WrestleMania. And, I mean, I had a thrill. I can't see anyone, unless they had a lot of money, to go do both nights. Of WrestleMania. Well, you know, you got the super fans. They'll go to like every show, no matter what. Like I and, and I was just thinking about this. Like in the Indies, um, and they still do this. Tor- they still do tournaments. Like I know IWA Mid South, which is like in Indiana. So I don't know how it got Mid South, but that's another story. <laughs> um. They used to do the Ted Petty Invitational, and that was a two-day tournament. And the way they did it was so good. was like, tonight was basically all the tournament matches. Mm-hmm. And then the second night, not only did you have the rest of the tournament, but you also had, like, some non-tournament matches. So, I mean, it, tournament, like, two-night events can be done, it's just got to be done in the right way. Like tournaments, yes, that can be done. Yeah, the right it's way. it's not impossible. It's just you know time consuming. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it's a bit. I, I kind of got WrestleMania because also like the first one in the series, if you count all promotions. I think. I mean, look, this is New Japan. This does New Japan run. No, Wrestle Kingdom's one night, right? Or no? Yeah. Well, this no. year, well, this year was two nights, but okay, that had never been done before. Right. Okay. So, and also I'm the other important. Mad at, um, I'm still mad that AXS TV um, got rid of New Japan. Yeah. Because that was like my only way to get it. I I, can't, I catch it on there. I have it on my DVR. Right. And now, I, mean, I I get it. They're owned by Anthem, so I'm not. You know, I definitely understand it. By yeah. the way, we need yeah, a, I need I need a timestamp from yeah. I need a, I need a timestamp from someone. Where are you? Uh, what are you at? One hour forty seven minutes thirty two seconds. Okay. And our okay. only referee of the night is down. Right, but he still has like two other matches. I think so. <laughs> maybe three. Actually, I'm not really that sure. Yeah, we we got a little under an hour left to go. Okay. No, I just need because I don't think I was synced up. Right. Um. Yeah, so like I said, it's it's something that was kind of bothering me. Um, let's see. Oh, here's a here's a. T- well, here we go. This is I remember this now. The uh, Randy Randy Anderson, right? I believe he comes in and he's the one that does the count. Mm-hmm. Yep, and there it is. Steiner's win, then, which is allowed because he's an official referee. And then he gets fired two days That's later. Right. That's right. Oh, that's right. This is a Saturday. I forgot that, too. Wow. Because he did his job. Right, because he did. <laughs> is that the one where he goes to the, where Bischoff says to the kids, um, can you tell your daddy that he's still fired? I think that's the next week. 
Oh, is it? Okay. That oh, probably because still. I mean, that is probably such still, an evil yeah. thing to do, but it was such good programming. Look, people hate it. People are throwing things at the ring. Actually, you know what, Jim? I saw yeah. about a week and a half ago, and I, it just randomly popped up on YouTube. Like, there are some videos of when fans try to get into the ring during Nitro. Oh, those are fun. Randy Anderson is a badass. Yeah? Oh, wow. Don't let his size fool you. Why is the... Scott, do you have a comment? <laughs> like, the microphone's right next to his face. Uh, we might. I'm only pausing you because we might have some more Miss NWL. Oh, good. Well, I was actually done with it. I just wanted to point out the badassery of Randy Anderson. Um, I just created a word. <laughs> I do have another AEW topic that I think we're going to get to in a second, and I think it's... Uh... Yeah, when fans when fans get in the ring, I mean, that that you're assuming the risk to get your ass beat. Oh, I you're mean, fair game. In my mind, absolutely. No, absolutely you have yes. no business in the ring at all. Oh, look at me. I can do it. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, some wrestlers will tell you that, too. Get in there if you want to. <laughs> you're going to find out the hard way. There was wasn't there one like a while back. It was some years ago. There was like a group of fans that came in the ring. They're all jumping around. Yes, oh, <laughs> Cena, and then we're like all laughing at them. And I'm like, "What are y'all doing?" All right, we gotta get some Miss NWO. I'm waiting here. Oh, I'm waiting okay. to start a topic for more for more it's Miss NWO. Okay. Because we're going to talk about AEW, and this is actually a pretty big topic. I think we got a lot of discussion out of what I'm going to bring up. Mm-hmm. But right now, Miss NWO is taking precedence. I, I got to go with number eight right now. She's my pick. Wait, what was her question again? Oh, what would you do with Scott or with Scott Norton if he had a flash problem? <laughs> okay. There's oh, the, here we go. There's the winner right there. That's the one, number That's eight? That's the one, number eight. <laughs> Well, how many much are there? There's got to be a winner soon. Yeah, it has to. I mean, we got to be close. Unless there's like another competition. Here's the swimsuit competition. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe. I mean, it's it's certainly feels that route. That was the question. Scott's upset. They lost the tag titles at their own show. Terrible. <laughs> you know, there because like there were people like that complained about like. Oh, how could the NWO lose matches at their own show? They've technically lost like one or two matches the entire show. That's true. Up to this point. And one was to Jeff. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Six and Eddie Guerrero. And here comes. Why is he going to the back if he just has to come out again? <laughs> Maybe he I'll needs you. a drink of water. I think he. I seriously think he's going to the bathroom. Like I yeah, think that's, that's part true. of it. Probably, all right. probably a porta potty right there. I don't. Yeah, well, I, he's been running around all night, so you know he's got to get a drink of water. You know, you have to pee, all that good stuff. You know, oh. I, I just want to mention real quick, Jim, before you get into the next topic. Yeah, yeah. The fact that Eddie Guerrero in 1997 is in the semi-main event of a pay-per-view is a 
big deal. Right. Yes. And I don't think we even realized it until, like, years later. And he was also called the Mexican Jumping Bean. <laughs> well, you know. When, when so that's, so the, so when all the WCW guys come out, the NWO voice usually insults them, mm-hmm. and that was his. I don't think we really caught the other ones. Right. There was definitely one for Jared. I just don't remember who it was, um, or what it was, I should say. But yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, Guerrero is in a big spot. I mean, I feel like this, I'm kind of surprised this is going on uh, after the tag team match, to be honest with you. All right, AEW has released um, a, I'm not going to try to think the best way to describe this. A yearly subscription of something for for female fans or mm-hmm. yeah I shouldn't uh, say female fans because heels. well I shouldn't say female fans I should say fans of female wrestling because I don't maybe I'm wrong but I don't think they're going to check if you're a male or a female right I don't think they're gonna ask you for your photo ID um so they're charging I believe it's I don't remember $49 a year um I got I got the um release up here because I was actually reading that before um we came on here it says um with the annual paid subscription of $49 members receive access to a variety of features including virtual meet and greets video conference discussions with industry experts exclusive AEW talent Q&A sessions, customized merchandise, special promotions, theme parties, and more. The secure space enables AEW Heels members to connect, learn, and thrive together through shared passions for women's wrestling. Now, this is great because I have, because we have a woman on this episode, Mm -hmm. so we'll get that point of view, but... I think people that are criticizing and I, I'm not giving I'm not saying it's me yet. I'm gonna tell you my concerns or what I think is good in a second. But I think from what I've seen, a lot of concerns are first off as the price. Um, which you said it was fifty dollars, but it should be mentioned, I believe that's a fifty dollar annual fee. Mm-hmm. Not a not a um a monthly fee. Now, I don't know if that means that... Well, I guess it does mean that you have to pay all of it up front. It's not like you can pay monthly, I'm assuming. That some people say that that's too much. And the other argument is, what are you really getting? Because my thing is, I was very surprised that one of the things that's not offered is exclusive matches. I was very surprised by that. So this is theoretically a virtual meet and greet from what I can tell mm-hmm. now I guess let's start off with Sarah here um your thoughts on because so, some people just say that this is a cash grab because um, also because also wait, let me just finish here real quick the reason people would say that is because you also have you said it's an annual fee and you'll have events you've not said how many events there will be or how often they will be or what those events even really are. Yeah, that's a good point. I think so go ahead, fun. you go first. Sorry, go ahead. You're fine. Um, 
you know, I def this is definitely something that I am interested in. This is something that I definitely have a lot of questions about. Um, they're, they're just, you know, now coming out with this. And um, it, I would really, really love to um, find out what Brandy Rhodes' vision is for this. Um, like, I really want to, like, reach out to her and be like, what is this? Can I be a part of it? Because this sounds so awesome. But, um, yeah, um, I definitely think, um, I definitely think it's a great idea. Um, you know, as a, you know, as a female wrestling fan, um, you know, there's a lot of, there, there's a lot of people who don't take us seriously. I think that's one of the reasons why, um, I enjoy doing this so much in terms of podcasts and writing because people are like, Oh, they're just watching for the guys in tights, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, um, well, yeah, we're not dead, but you know, we could pay attention to the match too. I mean, we can multitask, but well, not, well, not only that, if I, if I could jump in here is that that might've been the case in the eighties, maybe yeah. the nineties where, you know, a lot of people criticize like, Oh, look how, um, the females used to be, they used to be all, um, you know, bikini models or whatnot. You have to remember the guys were kind of encouraged also to be muscular and, and bigger and stronger. Like, yeah, so true. Um, I so, still think there's a stigma out there. Um, cause even, even for somebody like me, um, I, I still get us, I, I still get, um, s- some smart ass comments or whatever from time to time. Um, I remember, and a matter of fact, I remember being in line and sent at the access in San Jose to meet Dean Ambrose. Well, John Moxley and, mm-hmm. and I said, I was nervous, even sure. though I met him previously in new Orleans, it was, I was still nervous. Right. Um, just, you know, you're going to meet, John Moxley. Also, so, yeah, because it's someone that you actually care about and have yeah, like an attachment to. I'm a huge fan of. I love this. Love his work. Blah blah. You know, you just kind of get nervous. And my, you know, you know, my biggest thing was I didn't want to say something dumb. You know. <laughs> no, I, I, and I think that's a lot of people. That was behind us. He was in front of us or behind us. He made a smart comment. I can't remember exactly what he said, and I remember it pissed me off so bad. And it was like, dude, that has nothing to do with it. And my be- and my best friend gave him the business. Like she was like, right. uh, uh-uh. why would you say stuff like that? Yeah, like wh- I mean, it ended up we ended up having like a full out conversation in line, waiting to meet <laughs> meet him. And like, dude, you know, th- it's like, okay. Me being nervous doesn't constitute that, you know, oh, my God, he's so hot. I'm in love with him. No, it don't have nothing to do with that. Well, to be and to be fair, I think that's a lot of um, a lot of people. I think uh, many people um, assume that's how girls think sometimes and not all girls are like that well i also think i also think that assumption goes the other way as well i think for like a guy meeting a female wrestler 
in some ways would probably bring that stigma like, oh, you don't really like her. You just think she's hot and want yeah. a picture with her. So it kind of goes both ways. Obviously, we yeah. always hear it I, I more one way than the other. In this stance, that's just me. It, I think it depends who it is because you know, I don't want to put names out there. Mm-hmm. But but I think if you if it's a guy that's going to get a picture with someone that's very attractive, I think that comes out more as opposed to someone who's not so much. And there are definitely some that, at least in my opinion, are definitely not so much. And there's some that are beautiful, but whatever. Going off topic a little bit here. So my point is, Sarah, do you think do you think 50 is too high? for? Because, again, the thing that surprised me the most was that you're not getting exclusive matches. Um, it, for me, it's hard to say. Um, I think there will be more added on to it as far as what AEW Heels is. Um, you might get exclusive matches, and I, it says that more. So there's definitely the um, option that that could be the case. Um so, it, it's. I think it's a wait and see thing. Does, does it bother you that it's a annual fee? And you can't kind of be like, oh, let me try it this month, and then if I don't like it, I just won't get it next month. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of don't know about that one. I haven't really kind of put too much thought into it. As I mean, the, the, I just the, read it a little while ago. <laughs> sure, sure, no problem. Um, like, uh, we'll we'll try to I'll try to fill in the blanks of what I know about it, because I think the other argument would be is probably is, about like how AEW more than just yeah is what what all this not entail. I think that's my question. Okay, I think she has a good idea. Yes, I agree with that. Yes, it's a good idea. But I don't know if there is, if it was Impact, I'd be like, okay, this is totally worth it if you're a female wrestling fan. Impact has proven time and time again, probably for the last maybe 15 years, that they know how to do a women's division. AEW has not really been, obviously not around that long, close to a year almost. Mm -hmm. I think people would say that is their... um, their weakest point. Now, I'll counter my own argument with that, with meaning like that it's only a two-hour show. You can only have so many people on there as well. But to me, the biggest thing that might get me dismayed about this um, is they're having a AEW tag tournament right now. Mm-hmm. The, and, uh, the first night was on uh, Monday, and it was actually really good. But that's the biggest problem that I have is that it should be at least two matches on the main TV show. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I, like I said before, like you can't have everyone on all the time. But what I would have done is I'm assuming that there's probably four matches in the, in the first round. Put those four matches on Dynamite and have like one men's match and you're good. Like, give your Darby Allens and Kenny Omegas a break for one week. You know, it used to be where 
there were certain guys that would every once in a while take one week off. Even Austin, in his biggest time, I remember, there would be like one or two episodes that he wasn't on at all. Because mm-hmm. it keeps things fresh. And I don't know why they didn't do that with this division. And I'm not the, out here saying like, oh, I'm a big women's wrestling fan. I want all, I want women on all of this stuff. But I do think that there's something to be said about variety. And you had a chance to do that with this tournament. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's very like, it's, I just don't think it's a good look that none of these matches were going to be on TV. It looks like, mm-hmm. and I think, and I think that speaks to why people should be concerned about this service. I got you. I got you. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard to say. Um, me personally, I like it. Um, but there's, I, there's a lot of questions behind it as well. Right. Bill, what do you think? I know you didn't get to chime in on this Um, yet. You know, the, the, the first thing and maybe the main thing that I kept thinking about was the price. Cause for $50 a year, you're rounding it up to like $4 a month. Right, which I do find hilarious that some people were like, how can we play $50, right? Pay 10 for WWE Network. Like, are you doing the math? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, I mean, my thinking is with anything new, especially, you know, like clubs or streaming services, is you're not going to put everything out right away. Right. Mm -hmm. And... I'm sure, I'm, I'm just guessing. I'm, I'm not being, you know, an AEW fan. I'm just guessing. Are you being an AEW, fa- AEW fanboy, Bill? Right, like like Roddy Ross is a WWE fan. You know what, I gotta admit, he's not as much as he used to be. Right. I can tell by our last conversations. Because, I mean, there are some, like, if you go on, like, Twitter and Facebook and all that, you have AEW fanboys there. Sure, I agree with you. But, I think... You know, they're going to put more stuff out eventually once it gets started. And if they have numbers that are like either higher or lower than expected or at the numbers that they, you know, like that number that they just expected right away, then they could be like, okay, well, we have new stuff to put out. Like, Mm. and and I'll go back to Disney Plus. When Disney Plus came out, there was a lot of stuff that they put out. But the thing that worked with Disney is they have so much content that they didn't have to put it all out right away. Mm -hmm. So here with the Heels Club, you know, maybe they're in the position of we have stuff planned, we're just not going to reveal our full hand yet. Mm-hmm. And for $50, I mean, geez, that's not really, like, the worst price in the world. I mean, like, and I, and I think back to before COVID began, like, AMC Stubbs. Like, like if you were a member there, like, their price per month was a ridiculous number. Like, it was like $15, a month? I think that's what it was. Maybe I'm wrong on that. But mm-hmm. it was a high number per month. And that basically meant 
you're going to go to the movies like every weekend, at least one movie, maybe two. Right. Like I said, I think that right now what's probably hurting is, like you mentioned with Disney Plus, when they launched, you know, they you, you kind of got a list of what their title, what they're going to be releasing. Mm-hmm. AEW has been on for less than a year. Even if you put every single women's match on there, is that really enough to like say, you know, is it, it worth it? Again, I think the, I think the thing that hurts the most right now is the fact they're asking for an annual fee. Mm-hmm. If you said like, okay, it'll be do the thing where it's like it's eight dollars um a month, but if you sign up for the annual fee, it is a little you know it's less. Mm-hmm. That's what I would have done, but we'll see. Like you said, it's a, it's a new um a new idea. Sarah, as someone that would probably you know be interested in subscribing to this, what would you want to see to make this worth your while? Um. That's a good question. Uh, By the way, the NWO lost again. <laughs> yeah, grow. I just saw grow one. Oh, I miss him. I'm, re- I'm reading the. Um, I'm reading the uh, announcement here. Female wrestling fans can seamlessly access AEW Heels exclusive content and other special benefits. All in a safe environment for engaging in conversation and developing friendships worldwide. So it's kind of like a community. It sounds like a community. Oh, well, it does say new female for community led by Brandy Rhodes. Um, and all, all, all this sounds good and stuff. And I think female wrestling, female wrestling fans, um, I, I know for me, like, when I go to shows and stuff, I, you know, of course, we wear, you know, you wear your T-shirts and stuff like that. There was a something that I would like to see, um, you know, being a girl, a female. Um, there was this girl that I knew. She used to make bows, like hair bows. Mm-hmm. Uh, she would... I don't know how she made them, but they were so cute. And they, she would put a picture of, of like, say, the Shield or Paige or somebody. And um, but yeah, she used to do that. And I used to put my hair up and wear one of those bows. It was kind of a way for us to show our fandom in a cutesy, different way, you know. So like, I, I think things like that is what makes the female wrestling fans stand out. It's uh, like, Sarah, 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 sorry to interrupt you. We have Miss NWO here. We're going to come back to you in a second. We've been following okay. this all night. Go ahead, Bill. Give us, <laughs> what do they say? Number one is Natalie. She's five. Oh, here's, we have stats. We have stats. Her hobby includes tapping kegs. Ooh. Here's this one. Contestant number two. Uh, her name it's certainly taking a while. Is Miss Lori? She's five okay. foot. Her quote is: "Men with bowling shirts turn me on." Wow, <laughs> I'm excited. Number Contestant three. Number three is Miss Rachel, five foot five. Her hobby includes training Rottweilers. So far, two has my favorite hobby. <laughs> Uh, number four, Miss D is five foot eight. 
Her hobby is completing hangovers. Yes, Miss D. There we go. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> well, she is a registered nurse. So I guess treating hangovers is part of the job. She's probably just going to give me a Tylenol. Uh, number five is Miss Connie. She's five foot three. Her quote, shut up, Gladys. <laughs> I still like Miss D. Bus driver. <laughs> Want Miss D to treat my hangovers. Contestant number six will get an honorable award for being the AARP division champion. <laughs> wow. Isla, five <laughs> five. Her hobbies include detailing pickup trucks. And she's semi retired. Semi. What does that mean? Uh, sort of retired, but not really. Parsh it's partially. You either are, you aren't. Yeah, number seven is... Uh, well, you work a number of hours. Number seven is Miss Becky. Oh, that's probably true. Good. Miss Becky is five foot nine. Her hobby is cooking bratwurst and french fries. Ooh. Uh, she gets a couple of points from me. Really? Okay. Just for the I bratwurst like and the french fries. I need, I need my hangover treated. <laughs> number eight is Miss Trisha. Get some stats. Miss Trisha is five foot seven. Her quote: "Men in leather and flannel get my motor running." Mm. It said Miss Mary though. Did it? Yes. <laughs> Someone messed up. Contestant number nine is Miss Mary. Oh, this is Miss Mary. Uh, Miss Mary is five foot seven. Her quote is the same thing as contestant Wait, number what? eight. I think we got a... Somebody getting fired. We got a typo. <laughs> and finally, contestant number 10 is Miss Jody. Miss mm -hmm. Jody is five foot three. Her hobby is bowling and playing the lottery. Good for her. Was she a receiver, shipping and receiving clerk? I can see where she plays the lotto a lot. Well, Miss D... There she is. She's going to treat my hangover. The choice is not yours, quite unfortunately. The choice is not mine. Whose is it? Comes to Eric Bischoff. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I can tell you it's not going to be five or six. Or okay. Seven. Even though seven did get a couple of bonus points. What kind of music is the end? That's the one thing I miss about sound. What music is the NWO band playing right now? That's smooth jazz, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so I, like, I'm, I'm assuming after this is going to be the Hogan Giant match. Yeah. Because I don't think there was any other matches outside of that. All right, let's see. Who does he pick as Miss NWO? So, as you say, he's chosen for a lot of reasons. A couple of them, they live in Cedar Rapids, so he would have to buy them a plane ticket. They live here so we can get the hotel room that worked. They have their own hogs. They have their own hogs. He loves that since he made a pay-per-view specifically to motorcycles in yes well, we have a problem here what the competition is so close <laughs> comes down to a tie 
break the tie. By the way, did, did they announce what the winner gets? I don't know. All right, so it's down to two. He's putting it down to two at this point. Oh, remind me after this, Jim. Uh, to tell you me. what who you would have on if it no, was uh, no, 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 no. Miss, a, miss a, That Wrestling Show? No, about uh, ECW. Okay. Because once I say it, you'll remember it. All right. some of the finest looking women in Cedar Rapids with their own hug. When I ask this question, it only be like you can't hear and you can't hear. Okay, so it's going to be whispered into his ear. So number two, I guess, is one of the finalists? Well, I don't think he'd be asking the question if she wasn't. What is he doing? (laughs) Number seven? Number seven is the other finalist. So Miss D is not a finalist, which is a shame. Our picks got robbed, Jim. Yeah, especially Miss D. I guess Bischoff doesn't need someone to treat his hangover. <laughs> I know. Do we have the flowers? Are there flowers? <laughs> Do we have the crowns? We have the money. Oh, there is no you money. The, you have the smoke. Oh, so they just get a flower and a crown. The winner is... Oh, there it is. The new NWO. What was her hobby again? Do you remember? She likes to make brat or freight or what was it? Bratwurst and French fries. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and he gives her a kiss. Here she is. The celebration. Miss NWO. No, wouldn't it just be the lyrics in the NWO theme song? Like, you're like, you are the winner. You are the winner. You are the win. You're the winner. Yeah, you guys got robbed. I take Miss D. She was my favorite. <laughs> this sadly is the greatest moment of her life. Now wait a minute. Hold on. She has to do a walk around now. I wish. And what is so crazy is these girl, these women were from like all walks of life. Oh my god! Literally, I mean, what do you, Sarah? What do you think that this woman is doing right now in 2020? <laughs> I don't know. I, I wish we had a name, I, I, like a full name. I'd like to think she's still alive. Let me let me look up. Well, let me look up what her name. Where, that would be like a good. That would be like a good topic to find. Like I think she almost fell. Now, do you she remember? Like she tripped the this is what she's up to now. Right. Come on, WWE. If you could find, if you can. Oh, did they ever? Did they ever contact the person that first won the uh, in your house for their in your house? She's sitting on a toilet bowl. That is the. Uh, that's the uh, the throne. The throne. <laughs> what oh happens my you... gosh! Wow, <laughs> poor girl. Uh, Where's Miss D? Well, the other women are being very supportive. Women supporting women, I suppose. Let's see. 
All right. Well, Bill looks that up, and Bill, I did not forget about ECW. Thank you. Um, we were talking about AEW heels. We were talking about AEW yeah. heels. So, Sarah, go ahead. You were interrupted because yeah, obviously was there was breaking news here. And um, there was something else that they had um, mentioned in the in the announcement that they did a makeup tutorial with the um, AEW makeup artist. So that's cool. You know, I was like, yeah. oh. You know, because next up, you know, uh, right. the beauty content. So, you know, um, I, I'm curious to see what it's really about. Um, it's I'm not I'm not sure if I'm gonna pay for it yet or not. I'm gonna think on it some more. Right. But it, it just it sounds like a fantastic idea, and um, and for you know for Brandy's sake, I hope I hope it's successful. Uh, it. it Definitely sounds like an amazing concept. Right. All right, Bill, do we have an update on Miss NWO? No, I'm still looking. I know She's probably with the hiding. We know that. Yes. Uh, God. If I went, like, if I was able to go backwards and get the name, I probably would get it, but. She's going to sit there during this match? She's well, on the, the toilet throne right now. Well, why wouldn't you? The, the main event's probably a piece of shit. So. <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay, so... Why? Hold on. Did you know the giant's coming out, but Hogan is on the screens oh. while the giant comes out? Probably trying to psych him out. Oh, there he is. Like three Hogans. It's like... SmackDown versus Raw was it 2005 where you can be Hollywood Hogan, Hulk Hogan, and Hogan 80s. <laughs> or Mr. America, perhaps? No, no, they, no. In the game, you can actually I'll, choose I'll between those. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's, it's, I'm very sad that we might not get anything about Miss NWO, but okay. Bill, what is it with ECW? What do you want to bring up? Okay, here? so. When we watched, How much fun our ECW thing was? Yeah, when we watched Living Dangerously off of the Al Snow Cronus match. Correct. I the next day. They did have the match. It was at an ECW show in Queens, New York. But was it like right after or two months later? It was about a couple weeks after. Okay. So it wasn't like a month, two months after. It was like a few weeks after. That would be great if that's what it was promoted as. The match that you couldn't see at Living Dangerously 1998. Right. All right, Sarah, let's, uh, let's, uh, you have anything to talk about here? Any topic? Uh, I'm still wondering about Miss NWO now. Y'all don't, got me curious. <laughs> I don't think we're finding anything. I think that's the problem. Dang. I mean, I guess we, we you could put a search out for um, anyone named Becky. Hashtag, hashtag find Miss NWO 1997. <laughs> right. Well, I was going to say, you could also just do a thing where it's like, let's just get a list of anyone named Becky that was you know, in Cedar Rapids. I'm going to do this one time. I'm going to go what? back and I'm going to get the name. But you guys, you you all keep watching. Okay. I'm gonna get the name. All right, guy, get the name. Me and Sarah will hold down the fort here. Yep. Okay. 
God, and here's where I actually need Bill because I don't know who these guys are who are accompanying Hogan. I have a feeling there's some dumb sports players. <laughs> just because I, I just, I guess that's how I associate it. You know, you know, um, members of the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe you could just—is that who they are? I thought I remember. Oh no, they just said Detroit Pistons. Oh, oh, the Detroit. Pistons. Oh no, Dallas Cowboys. Oh yeah, they are like, from the Dallas Cowboys. See, when I see people that I don't know who they are, I just say, oh, they're freaking sports people. <laughs> there you go. Definitely a sportist. I'm against sports people. All right. Ray Donaldson. Who the hell are you? Oh, oh yeah. that's not a lot of time about that. players are big wrestling fans. You always see them in the crowd and stuff. I know. I hate it. Sarah, um... Because the guy's name was Donaldson, this made me think of something I was thinking of earlier. It has nothing to do with wrestling, but I want to get your take. Donald Duck. Does, do you think that there's somewhere in the Disney timeline an explanation, maybe like not on the front, that he has a, like a speech problem? Because he is the only duck that talks like that in the history of Disney, from what I can think of. Yeah. Huey, Dewey, and Louie have a little bit, if you watch old DuckTales, a little bit of the speech problem like that you can tell. Right, they, yeah. Maybe when they get older. But actually, no, that's not proven. You know why? Because we have seen them older in Quack Pack, and they're fine. Yeah. Huh. I, I remember I remember when I was younger, my brother and I, we used to try to do it. We are like, <laughs> <laughs> right. I got the name. Oh, wait, hold on. We have a Miss NWO update. We'll get back to Donald Duck's speech. Yeah, well, in a her second. name is Becky Patton. Can, can I get the spelling of that, Patton? P-A-T-T-O-N. Oh, like Oswald? Yeah. I'm going to see if she's on Facebook. You're definitely got to keep looking now that you have a full name. All right, back to Donald Duck. So, Sarah, do you, do you think at any point Dizzy did a reason why he's the only duck that sounds like that i i don't know um ah yeah you got me on that one hmm. all right unfortunately i guess we can't go too much further with that i'm gonna do research yeah I, 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 you got me with that one i'm just sitting there like you know what i never thought of it that way hmm. yeah because daisy's fine um yeah even like Scrooge McDuck has an accent, but it's he and sounds it's pretty normal. Fine. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, basically anyone from Ducktales, like the Launchpad, Gyro, um, they're all fine. Ducktales was my show back in the day. That was the first thing I watched on Disney Plus. Ducktales. Now, have you seen? Yeah. Have you seen the new generation? I guess we call it a Ducktales. I have, I like some things about it, but there's a lot of things that I don't like about it. I don't like how the nephews are idiots. Um, I don't like that Mrs. Beakley is like a rejected James Bond character. <laughs> he's like a muscle, he's like a muscle, you know, or a weightlifter. Yeah, like, I don't know, it's just, this, and, and, but I like that they use more Donald. Like, he's been on that version of DuckTales way more than he was on the original. Mm-hmm. And I like the cameos. Like, they had Rescue Rangers cameo a few weeks ago, I believe. Goofy oh, on one. Sure, 
<laughs> yeah, Goofy was on one. That's right. Glorsh. All right, Sarah, what's your topic since we can't go much further with the Donald Duck thing? Y'all got y'all got me thinking about Donald Duck orange juice and how I need to pick some up at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> it's still around, thank goodness. It is. Yeah. They actually, um, Dollar Tree, um, the ones that have the coolers in the stores, they actually have the orange juice, like single servings. But like your um, local grocery stores might have them as well. I know there's one in my area that does. And, you know, I try to wait till it's on sale because otherwise it's kind of pricey. What's our time on the on the show? Um, let me see. It looks like we have about 10 minutes left. Yeah. So about two hours, 30? Oh, 39 minutes, yeah. And, well, might as well go at two hours, 40 minutes. I'm sorry, two hours, 30 minutes. Right. We're going to be there in about 15 seconds. So go to, go to look at, two looking hours and 30 at the minutes. Giant now. Looking at the giant now, who we all know is the big show and that we all love and sometimes all hate. Right. Bill, hate three, love or two, whatever. Love to one, hate. Three minutes, three out of two thirty right now. All right. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. All you right. should be seeing Hogan and look, Vincent. Look at him now. What? I, I still couldn't believe they had him challenge Drew McIntyre after Mania was over. Like, uh, No, that was the WrestleMania main event. Excuse me. Main event. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Like. The main event after the main event? Well, I mean, it's the same show. So to me, that was the main event. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, that's a great topic to end off on. So um, I actually like the SummerSlam main event. Holy shit. Something positive for me on yeah, something WWE's doing. I cannot doing. wait. Because guess what? It's not a fucking part-timer in the main event. Actually, that promo Monday Bill- night. Was really Sorry. good. Here's Man, a question: Drew, Drew McIntyre has been on fire this year. Like, bro, I, I wish he he could like be out there with the fans and stuff. Because like, I know they'd be like eating it up every time he goes out there. Like, ugh. here's a question: Is when was the last time there was a main event with two wrestlers that were full time? For the world title ending oh. the night. Oh my god. It's definitely not this year. No. Mm. That's oh. why I'm so interested in the main event. I'm like, thank God, this is what they should be doing. This should be every pay Are you talking about for like the major pay-per-views? I'm talking about any pay-per-view. Any other, okay, uh, no, okay, other than NXT. I'm sure they were fine. You know what's popping into my head what? is Survivor Series. Oh, but that had NXT in it, so I can't use yes. that. Yep, you can't oh, use no. that. Oh, no, okay, you know what? I got it. TLC last year. Okay. Becky and Charlotte against Asuka and Kyrie Sane. Yeah, but that wasn't for the world title. Oh, you're talking. Oh, you meant the world title. One on one world title. Oh, shit. Oh, no part timers. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sitting here like, damn, when was that? Holy yeah, shit. Because they don't do it anymore right. because they lie on part-timers all the goddamn time. Uh, 
You might not even get an answer in the next eight minutes. I probably won't. Uh, y'all gonna make me go on Google. The show is being choked out here. Or giant. To be honest, I probably, I probably, I probably should have asked this like an hour and a half ago. To be fair. <laughs> but yeah, that's why I'm. That's what. That's the look. I can take or leave both Drew McIntyre or Randy Orton, but I am just happy that finally two people that are actually there all year long are gonna. Now, granted, who knows? Maybe WWE throws some bullshit on us and it isn't actually the main event and some other thing is the main event. All right. Well, let me ask you this since we're on yes. the topic of part time SummerSlam. Okay. It is being rumored. I'm going to use that word rumored. Sure. That it could be in three possible places because Vince doesn't want to be in the Performance Center anymore for papers. He deserve. They deserve to be in the Performance Center. But go ahead. The leading or the leader right now that I've heard is Atlantic City, New Jersey. God damn it. Governor Murphy, don't allow it. I'm going to campaign to Governor Murphy starting tomorrow. Do not allow SummerSlam in Atlantic City. The other places I've heard is Rhode Island and I think New Hampshire is the other one. Will Crown Jewel count in this too? Sure. Yeah. Okay, we got okay at Crown Jewel on the October thirty first Halloween, Seth Rollins versus the Fiend in a False Count Anywhere match for the Universal Championship. And that was the final match. That was the final match. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think she's okay. Nope, that sounds okay. I'll, I'll accept that. So that was the last time. So it's been how many months? You said it was October, right, Sarah? Yes. So, so we're close to a year. Yeah, almost a year. Yeah. So, okay, going back to Bill's thing, though, real quick, because so, I know we're running out of time here. Rhode Island or, and what was the other one? New Hampshire. I highly doubt it's going to be in New Hampshire. <laughs> you don't, I don't know, like, that's a shot. Here's the thing. Governor Murphy, living in New Jersey, I know that Governor Murphy, in regards to this, is a complete hypocrite because he has a travel ban like New York has for, like, you have to, when you come in, you have to quarantine for two weeks. Mm-hmm. But apparently, for no fucking good reason, sports players don't have to do this. And they have a lot, like, there have been some independent wrestling shows that have been running as of late in Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, GCW ran, but also that Beyond probably Red went under the that probably went under the radar. This is more of a major right. company. Which that's the other thing. I don't want to freaking hear WWE say it's the first it's the first event of uh, of wrestling to come back or whatever way they're going to try to spin it because that's not going to be true. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't want it to be in New Jersey because it's just wrong, just fucking wrong. But I have a feeling it will be. Sarah, what do you think? Um, I'm kind of mixed on it too. Like, I'd love to see fans at, you know, if they did a SummerSlam like on the beach or something like that, I would like to see fans. But at the same time, considering the outbreak and all that, I don't know if that's a good idea at this time. Plus, SummerSlam is like, what, two weeks away? It's yeah. kind of loud. 
kind of like really running out of time with that as far as that goes. I just don't think WWE should be rewarded for their bad behavior as Nick Patrick is not being rewarded for his bad behavior all night <laughs> by getting a choke slam. Here comes Buff. He's a stuff. Poor Nick Patrick. I, I, I hope he slept good that evening. Right? Like, MVP oh my God. This pay-per-view, Nick Patrick. Oh, there's an NWO guitar. Okay, now here's my th- here's where I'm going to question the end of this show. You have WCW people in the stands the entire show. Why are they not coming out? I'm going to tell you right now, I know the answer to this. Okay. Because the Giant is getting this title shot from being in, by winning World War Three. Right. And he, but he, he didn't join back to, oh, they didn't break the first time. Oh, that was not a good shot. Um, he didn't rejoin <laughs> WC, he, he didn't rejoin WCW. He just doesn't like the NWO. Right. Like, basically, what the, the way they played this off was that the Giant, if he won, it would still be in the NWO, hence why the NWO is okay with Giant versus Hulk Hogan. Hmm. Because no matter who won, wins, not that, obviously, they definitely favor Hogan, but I think that's the thinking here. Yeah. And the Giants been against WCW forever at this point, so I, they'd be like, "Fuck him." That's true. I I think he officially jo- rejoins WCW when he teams with Luger. What would have been funny is if they all left before the main event. That's true. <laughs> hey, we gotta get their gotta get their money's worth. Uh, what were we talking about? Because we got we're wrapping things up here. Oh, I'm sure there's only a few minutes left. SummerSlam. Yeah. So where do you stand, Bill? Uh, I don't think it should be held in New Jersey. Yes. I really don't. It should be in the Performance Center. Everyone's where been there for like six months. Why would you even think of? I mean, I know why you would think of doing it, but you know what's the point? Right. Okay, so um, at this point, we're probably going to give some final plugs as we head out here. Hogan is talking about stuff. Brother. <laughs> He's holding up his belt because he... I, did he officially win? I don't know. <laughs> it's their pay-per-view, Sir Mash, anything goes. Right. There it is. Yeah, it's been a very long time since I watched it. Apparently, that's I know the reason why I haven't watched it in so long and forgot half of the Ooh, stuff. Six got hit in the in the head with a bottle. Oh, oh, Bischoff did too. Oh, oh yeah, they used to do that back then too. Oh my gosh. Oh, they're all pals. Oh, look at that. Is Miss NWO still on the throne? I'm trying to look to see if I can tell. Uh, I think the I can't tell. I, no, I think I they sent either. him to the back, guys. I oh, can't. look. Look, Eric Bischoff, a.k.a. King. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest icon in wrestling. All right, so let's give some final plugs before we head out of here. Let's start with uh, Sarah. Where can people find you, if anywhere? 
Do what now? I'm sorry. Final, like, I don't know. Do you want to promote social media or you okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, um. And, and give your overall thoughts on today's experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed Six and Eddie Guerrero. Uh, we, as we were talking about other stuff, kind of keeping an eye on the matches too. Um, yeah. Um, definitely some names from the past and, uh, Again, I appreciate y'all inviting me to join y'all this evening. I had a blast as always. Um, you can find me on uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash awv. I'm also on Instagram at, as twister 8 And you can find my work on eWrestling News and Diva Dirt. All right, Bill, let's get some plugs for you before I give my final plugs and your, your thoughts on everything. All right. Um, well, this was a very interesting show. I'll say that. Um, maybe with the sound off, it came off a little bit better than with it on. So maybe I'll watch this in the future with sound on, see if it's good or bad. Um, follow me on Twitter at House of Bill. Follow me on Instagram at MrBilliam85. And check out my podcast, That Wrestling Show, which comes out each and every Friday. All right. And as for me, um, we're still going on with the summer series and myself and Bill. And uh, I'm so unprepared. Bill, who's um, next Sunday? Angry Obviously, Cooter. this is the. Oh, yeah, that's right. And SummerSlam 19-1. Thank you. Okay. Um, which, to be honest, you will probably talk a lot at that point about this year's SummerSlam, too. And to be honest, you, we may have a better idea if um, WWE unfairly got their way or if the right thing was done and SummerSlam will be in the Performance Center. Mm-hmm. Um, I am on Twitter and Instagram. That's podcasting. And... With that in mind, have a great week, everyone.